0: Log Talk Radio. And everything is going wrong Nobody knows the way you feel about it Cause only you know you can't leave it alone Ah, oh, here we go again You've been had, yeah. you've been took, yeah. you've yeah. been hoodwinked, yeah. bamboozled, yeah. run yeah. spray. Yeah. Yeah. run on up. Yeah.
1: Right. this is what he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Mhm. Hey brothers and sisters, how y'all doing out there? Peace to y'all brothers and sisters out there. How y'all doing? How are y'all doing out there? Yes, sir. Y'all heard the song when we came on. What did it say, y'all? here we go again here we go again there was another song that said that too man here we go going through the same th- I know my song y'all I know my singing ain't right I know it I know it but yeah, yeah I'm not a singer y'all I'm a I'm a podcaster you know what I mean but hey y'all we back in this house one more time right here for culture of radio network on the last day uh, according to this girl gallery and kind like how y'all pronounce it y'all like you know I get tired talking on some of these goddamn English language y'all how y'all say the gallian calendar whatever y'all whatever on this calendar man this is the last of this year this is the last of right here 2023 and what a year it has been brothers and sisters what a year it has been, when they say, y'all, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, what a year, what a year, but um, we're wishing, and we're praying, and we're hoping, like, I don't know what, y'all, 2024 will be a better year, will be a better year, man, so we right here on Culture Freedom Radio tonight, we want to just end this year off with our end-of-the-year broadcast, you know, we try to do this, especially every year, I don't know if I did it last year or not, I can't remember, y'all, hell, I been doing this for long, I can't remember. But so we try to just end off the year with a broadcast, uh, sign off for, and start off fresh. You know, start off fresh. Now I know a lot of my uh Israelite brothers and sisters and Hebrew brothers and Jewish brothers, they say, well, this ain't the end of the year. Well according to this calendar, that's why I said it like that. According to this calendar, but we know according to the Hebrew calendar, uh, it's not the New Year's, right? But anyway, that's another whole story. But we just want to end this one off right here. Uh, for the year for Culture Freedom, according to this calendar, man, they're having New Year's, and so we're going to come in here, just just talk about various things tonight. Didn't have nothing in particular to just talk to you, but, you know, we just got to close out the year or this calendar uh, with something for you. Just So let's get in here and just have a discussion tonight, and I got my brother Justice in the house again, sitting in here with me tonight. Oh, I got something, y'all, I want to tell y'all right fast, get Justice in here, though, but um, got something working on, got something working on uh probably because we're trying to get these holidays get these holidays out of the way um probably the next two weeks from now um i have a show i'm trying to put together uh because i know y'all been hearing a lot of things and i want to get justice perspective on this uh as well once we get started uh y'all been hearing this thing about what's going on with td jakes old td snakes as i like to call them yeah man uh we're gonna talk about that tonight too as well But, you know, so I wanted to bring, uh, excuse me, some some Christian pastors on, some brothers that I know who are actually Christian ministers. And um, I want to bring them on the show. And, you know, because I'm representing, y'all know from the the Israelites' perspective or the Jewish perspective, well, I can't say Jewish, Judaic perspective, um, as they would say, Old Testament perspective. And I wanted to get balance, a balancement in this conversation, because I don't want them to think, when well, I'm just talking because, you know, I, I follow Judaism or whatnot. I'm going against the Christians, banging on the Christians. So, hey, I think this is a good, it'll be a good broadcast. I have some Christian pastors I want to ha- bring to the show. And um, and we want to be, t- and I wanted to get with them to talk about, basically, as clergy, uh, how you should. Things that you how you should also be presenting yourselves and how your behavior as clergy now that could be um, that's why I stopped bring them on because I'm representing you know the Israelite side, and i don't care if you're a Muslim imam i don't care if you're a rabbi whatever you're a so called spiritual leader there's a way that you should supposed to be carrying yourselves as a spiritual leader um you shouldn't be hanging around the likes of people uh, like the P. Diddy's, uh and, and and people of that nature. You know? um, so we're going to, like I said, when when Brother Joseph, we, uh, we get this started, we're going to get into more of that. But I just want to let y'all know, we're going to be talking about this, how as clergy, um, people of the spiritual leaders, how we are supposed to be conducting ourselves. Are we allowed to kick it out and go out to strip clubs and all these other places? That uh, as, as some might say, unbelievers uh, go out and, and some might even say as hang out with the sinners and things of this nature. So uh, so we're going to have a, a good broadcast and I want to bring some brothers in here so we can talk about that. So yeah, that's about another two weeks. Like I said, we're trying to get out on these hel- holiday schedules because you know uh, I be have to work. I have to work. I said I be I'm so, not proper English, y'all. <laughs> I have to work to make up some of these things on the weekend. So but we're going to do this on actually uh, it's going to be on a Friday night. It's gonna to have to be on a Friday night because the brothers will be off. We trying to get what we'll be off on that weekend, so it's gonna be on a Friday night. as the time I can get you on. So yeah, I notify y'all. It's about two more weeks, and we're gonna have that broadcast right here on a Friday night at seven p.m. Central. So with that said, let me get my brother Justin in the house, and let's have a great discussion and end this year off tonight. We can even reflect on some things um, that happened throughout the year, and talk about some things that we're hoping to see some changes on as we enter into the new year. So with that said, my brother, peace to you, Justice. Welcome into the broadcast one more time. Peace to you, brother.
2: Thanks again. Peace and blessings for the end of this year. So everybody, we still should have some cheer. I know later on tonight, I'm going to dance the new year in the right <laughs> way. Yes, sir. So this has been one long incredible stretch of a year that we have had. And you mentioned about the Gregorian that's called Gregorian calendar. That's the I've heard it pronounced. And so, you know, December thirty first here, twenty twenty three. So yeah, it's it's pretty interesting what you began to speak about tonight. Is you're going to have the pastors come on in two weeks and let them have a conversation and maybe to even um, answer the question about clergy are really supposed to conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it would be interesting enough to get an answer from them on that, which I think is going to probably be uh, something that we would all, probably tend to agree with by the time they finish saying how, you know, you're supposed to conduct yourself as a pastor or an imam or uh, somebody who's ahead of a congregation of people. And so, yeah, I will be interested to hear that show and uh, maybe hear how you might have some other questions maybe they can answer or some other people may want to ask them some questions.
3: Yes, sir.
2: Yeah. And uh that sounds good. And you said you wanted to at some point talk about the T D Jakes scandal that's happening, uh, currently.
1: Yes sir, brother. We can uh, hey baby, we can dive right on into it, brother. We can dive However, it's like I said, this is just a you know, end idea, so whatever you got, you wanna bring up something, uh however you wanna go with it, we can we can just flow. We can flow tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm really glad that you uh edged out this last day of the year for us to be able to come on and uh, at the same time like, you know, as the cosmos, I like to use that term, the cosmos aligns us up again and is allowing us to transmit our thoughts, uh, current time and space that we are living in. So yeah uh there's been a lot going on with that scandal about that td jakes and puff daddy and again here's a person who would i would give that same question to td jakes like how are you supposed to conduct yourself you know you're the pastor and you have a mega church and you're making millions of dollars off of these people who believe the words that are coming out of your mouth, so you know, in one case he may preach against homosexuality or same-sex uh, ordeals happening in relationships. He may. I I've never been one to listen to TD Jakes, so any type of uh, thing that I've ever heard from him come from a short clip or something that, you know, somebody presented did something that was short because I've never sat and listened to him preach or talk for more than just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I wouldn't know what he really preaches about so much so, except for just a short clip here and there about him saying something or another about something and people – Maybe when I heard it at the time, they thought it was favorable towards him because he was saying something that seemed right, and so, but, as we continue to hear about things that uh are allegations about things that t d Jakes may have been involved with pup Daddy then you know there are still people coming out with different photographs that they have they have in their possession or sharing with people to see him having contacts with Puff Daddy a lot a lot of different times, not just once or twice but on several occasions. there's different photos out there with these two guys uh, somewhere together. Um, to be a pastor and then to maybe have an entertainer or someone come to your church uh, and maybe even offer $50,000. It's like, okay, I want to, you know, give you $50,000 because you're a great pastor, or, you know, i look up to you, like how you preach, whatever it is. So they might, because they are big willy tights, they're actors or uh, some kind of an artist, producer, and um, even a movie producer like Tyler Perry. There's a clip out there where he donated a million dollars to T.D. Jakes. T.D. <laughs> yeah. Jakes like, kind of had a fit or he kind of was like in shock or in great gratitude. So however you know perceive it, it's that if you're in that position, okay, you may be allowed to receive donations from people who are in the outside world and they want to help your congregation. But you have to draw the line, in my opinion. You would have to draw the line as a pastor and not get involved in uh, backdoor activities. (laughs) Maybe that's Mm -hmm. the wrong word to use in this case, but... (laughs) <laughs> but to get involved in, <laughs> to get involved with people who have not been known to be big time churchgoers and and more known for being big time movie producers or music producers stuff like that And so there's two different worlds. So you're looking at the pastor's supposedly holy world and righteous world, and then you got the world of those people coming from Hollywood or in the music industry, and they're known to dibble and dwell in different things that aren't righteous and that aren't seen as good or holy or seen as even moral or morally correct, and so for the pastor to somehow receive an invitation or accept, even accept an invitation to go and hang out with Puff Daddy somewhere for any reason whatsoever to me is not acceptable. For in thine eyes. <laughs> not that I'm God, but in my eyes, I just don't see that acceptable to uh, go across the line and not let your uh, parishioners even know what you're doing. You're just going somewhere and, uh, on a, what uh, you call like a traveling exposition or something with the person or you know, or hanging out somewhere, and you, you didn't tell the parishioners and you didn't tell the other deacons and the ministers and everything what you was going to do, but you're doing it anyway. And then when you get there, there's some really ungodly things happening, and you know that you're in the wrong place if you're technically what you're supposed to be. You know you're not in the right place. Because if some man is dressed in a police uniform and he's uh, and he's performing some kind of like dance and stuff that's not really a manly looking dance, and you're seem to be getting riled up about it, or not saying anything negative about it, or seeming to be accepting what's going on and smiling and not opposing it or walking away or or throwing up put, putting your hanging put your Bible up in the air and say, Hey, what's all oh, this is uh, blasphemy or you know, just speaking upon it, speaking on what's happening, what you see and just uh standing there and just uh uh it seemingly or being okay with it. So that's the that's you know, that's the thing where I would have to question T D Jake's to where okay You hanging out with a man and these other men and it's a man party all men there's no women so that doesn't throw up a red flag to you either and you you were invited to the place but you don't see no red flags about this so it's something maybe that's uh because money's involved right or because there's at the end of the whole thing, there's money attached to it. Yes, sir. And that, okay, I could get something out of this if I participate and this guy's got all this money, then ultimately if I agree to uh, just hang out here or just whatever happens then I can get the money, And maybe that's what, you know, the whole objective for the pastor is without looking at the moral, the greater godly, uh the cloak of the, what clothing, you know, like what he's wearing and what he represents is supposed to supersede mm-hmm. anything from the outside world or the world when out of that Bible they tell you that okay, you're supposed to be in the world but not of the world. And this is what I've heard from pastors in the past, so I would think yeah, that sure. Peter Jakes would know that
1: right?
2: So, yes, uh, you, you go ahead and take it from there, you know, oh,
1: um, yeah, what Jeff you think it. about some of that. Okay. Hey man, you breaking it down, brother. Hey, you breaking it down and, and, well, and you you and and 100 or oh, 1000%. 1, I can't get you, can't shortchange and get, you know, 100. You had to add another zero and you're right, brother. And see, that um, is the, and, and, and see, I done a, I did a video on that. My brothers and sisters on YouTube on the tabernacle channel. I uh, had to give y'all the name of the channel in a minute. On uh, the video. But yeah, I did a video on that and I was speaking on that. And I wasn't getting into the allegations, the sexual allegations or things of that nature. But I was just only came from the perspective as a um like I said, a clergy, a a person, um, who's supposed to be in a spiritual leadership position. Uh, and it just don't have to be the church. There's any spiritual system that you're in, and you're supposed to be leader of that. Um, okay, the video I've done on our Tabernacle channel, Liberation Tabernacle, you can find it on YouTube and all of that. Uh, well, that's actually the YouTube channel, and as far as the other podcasts, iHeartRadio, but I put on there, it's entitled, The Most High Will Not Dwell in an Unclean Temple. Y'all want to check that video out. The Most High Will Not Dwell in an unclean temple uh hold on wait is that the one? Oh, that don't sound like the right one that's not the one my bad y'all want to check that one out too that's not the one that's not the one you going to check that one out too but it's called uh, the people of the most high shouldn't be hanging out with the congregation of the wicked that's it the people of the most high who said they believe in god or whatever y'all have whatever title y'all like to use Shouldn't be hanging out in the congregation of the wicked. That's the name of that one. Y'all want to check that one out, brothers and sisters. You want to check that one out. Yes, sir. Um, but going back to something, and I'm going to give y'all something now. Since we talk about T.D. Jakes, who is a Christian minister, I got to go to one of the books that they love. And that's going to a letter. Y'all know these are letters. When y'all reading anything from Paul, it's called a, a, a epistle, uh, what they call it. But it's a letter. And this is something a conversation that Paul was having, right? This is a conversation Paul was having to the um uh, the church of they call Corinth or the as they say Corinthians, the Corinthians. And we go to 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, right? Second uh, Corinthians 6 and 14. This is a conversation that Paul was writing in his letters to the church of Corinthians, the Corinth. And he was telling him, and he was telling him, and now this I'm reading, y'all, from the New Living Translation. I want, to, I like to make it simple and plain. Y'all, y'all can go to y'all King James. It's going to read a little various in variation. It's going to read a little different, but the meaning behind it still going to be the same. It don't matter, y'all. It's just like how we speak today. We don't speak hither and thou, all of those stuff. We speak another form of English. That's old English. So, you know what I mean? So it, it, the meaning is still be there, but it's just how we pronunciate things. So let me get into it. This is a New Living Translation and it says just like this. It says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteous be a partner with wickedness? It says, how can light live with darkness? What harmony can – now, this is for you Christians out there, like T.D. Jakes. And I'm reading this you because know, this is what it says, now, verse 15. What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? Right? Y'all know when they say in Christ, they're saying Christ, they act actually something about Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus, right? So what harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with a unbeliever? What union can there be between God's temple and idols? for we are the temple of the living God. So and this right here is actually saying, brothers and sisters, that this is just letting you know in a nutshell, that far as, as that whole hanging out at those type of parties and environment that P. Diddy was having there's you shouldn't be hanging out in those type of places. I don't give a that. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a minister. But you shouldn't be hanging out in places such as that. There's nowhere in the world as Jane Brown Get Down, y'all. That a, a, any pastor or spiritual leader have any business hanging out in it, hanging out in strip clubs. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no business down in Atlanta at, 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 at uh, what's that, y'all? Magic City. You got no business. You have no business, huh? and you claim to be a minister or a teacher of the Word of the Most High, and you hanging out in places such as that, you ain't got no business, y'all. And then be up to try to tell somebody else about their sin in that church in the morning or in the synagogue or wherever you at, you have no business. Because like they say, you that's when they start calling you a hypocrite. And that is the part when they say, uh, 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 um, those who, my, I know my grandmama used to say this here. I don't know if y'all grandmothers or grandparents used to say they had this same saying. Those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw no stones. You ever heard that before, Justin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. and that, that's it right there. Those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw no stones. So T.D.J. There's no way he can stand in a pool pit and tell anybody else about unrighteousness. Now, if if, if when he's, a, it's been said that he done. And it, it, it's a known fact. It ain't no allegations about none of that. Now, the sexual stuff may be some allegations, but. It's basically been a known fact that him, him and it's been shown that he's been hanging out in places such as that. Now, some people even said, and I'll give y'all another verse in a minute from the Proverbs, some wisdom from Proverbs as well going with this. Um, it's been even said that, um, now, some people say, well, how you know he's not being a spiritual advisor to Puff Daddy? Listen. P. Diddy, I'm pretty sure P. Diddy know where his church is located. I'm pretty sure. They've been kicking it for a long time. I'm pretty sure he know where his church is located. You listen here. you can't have, you, He cannot be there ministering to P. Diddy at a Luke Skywalker pa- uh, 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 pool party. Now, y'all know how Uncle Luke back in the days used to have them parties. Those me so horny parties, y'all. Ain't no way the Jane Brown down. I, that's my alternative per- profanity word, y'all. Y'all see I'm trying to not use profanity. <laughs> but <laughs> Ain't nowhere in the world you talk about you down there trying to minister spiritual giving spiritual guys at a Luke Skywalker miso haunted pool party. You know, doggone well. Uh, come on, TD. Come on now. And y'all are even making that stuff up. Y'all know better. Y'all know where they up there. He looking to be some rum shaker. He looking at some rum shaker himself. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. He's down there trying to lay some hands on something, like the gold Christian pastor. He's trying to lay hands on something for real, y'all. He's trying to anoint somebody's head with some oil. And I ain't talking about this in a spiritual way either. But anyway, no, let me come down. Let me come down. Let me give y'all something else, though. But just right there, 2 Corinthians 4, um, 6 and 14, actually, uh, for any you because they that's, that's, that's for Christians right there. You have no business. Paul even, Paul telling y'all that. That's Paul. And y'all send in, in in the pulpit and preach Paul all day long. Now let me give you one more. Let me give, you, give me give you some wisdom of Solomon. This is what Brother Solomon said. Now this is coming from my uh Jewish complete study bible. And this how it read it. You go to um Proverbs chapter Proverbs, yeah, chapter twenty four and verse one and let me see, is that the right one? Let me make sure y'all Yeah, here we go, here we go. Verse one and two. It says that Do not be envious of evil people, and do not desire to be with them, for their minds are occupied with violence, and their lips speak of making trouble. I want to go to verse 1 again of uh, Proverbs 24. It says, do not be envious of evil people. But the point I really want to make here is this, this, this portion. Do not desire to be with them. It is known, it is said, and, and, and people have seen uh, P.D.D.'s so-called actions and how he uh, operate. You shouldn't want to be desiring to be around people like that, again, if you claim it to be on the righteous level. Now, if you don't claim to be trying to be righteous or living a righteous life, hey, that's on you. But we talking about a person who's standing in the pool, pulpit, standing on the television, who's all over here writing books, spiritual books, talking about righteousness, God this, God that. And you hanging out with the likes of people like that, hey, bro! Come on now, this is this is why it says, you know, your works, your actions, your actions is what counts. You can say it. That's why I say they say you can say anything out your damn mouth, but your actions are gonna speak louder than words. That's what the whole thing is about. Your actions speak louder than words. How you conduct themselves, how you carry yourself, speak louder than anything. This this is why. A lot of brothers and sisters, and, I, and I, just I got something for you too as well. I got a clip I want to play too to so let you hear something because you mentioned something about TD Jakes and his stance on homosexuality. I got that as soon as I make this. This is why a lot of brothers and sisters sometimes, sometimes they try to find a way to get out of it anyway. They don't want to do it, but they try to find any kind of way and they find fault with a lot of people who speaks about God this, God that the Bible this, and they try to find fault with y'all to try to justify why they don't. You know, subscribe to to God, um, a supreme being or whatever they want to call it. They they don't want to subscribe to it because they see your actions. I was telling brothers that, at that work about this the other day, when I was saying um, how if 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 you claiming to be you, tell me I go to church, I go to the synagogue, I go to whatever Israelite camps or classes, and you always talk about the Bible. This you always saying this out of your mouth. God this and God that. But they're seeing you in places you have no business. They seeing you um, always drunk or uh, high on marijuana, crack, whatever. You know, just some you know you have no business doing as a believer. And they see you doing that. Like for them, it's like, what benefit is it for me then to try to for me to change my behavior if I see this here person? who claim to love God, I always talking about the Bible, but I see them hanging out in the same spot. Like I said, the strip club and the crack houses the weed houses and all these other places, uh, the, the twerking places and all this stuff, doing the same thing that I'm doing. What benefit is it for me? What, why, do, why should I have to change when hell they doing the same thing? See, it's your action mm-hmm. brothers and sisters is, is what people looking at. Not what you're saying out your damn mouth, you, like I said, you, your your mouth will say any damn thing, but your actions is what count. And that is the whole thing um, as they talk about even repentance. Is in repentance. People like talk about, you can say you believe that as Christians. You can say all you want to that Jesus died and shed his blood for your sin and all of this type of You can say that all you want to. Even people say, well, God forgive me for my sins. But you can ask if you've done wrong. But the true thing is, is what they call repentance. And I wish preachers would preach on this. I wish preachers would really teach on this for certain. You can, if you've done wrong, in some things that was wrong, but you, but you just said, "Well, God, please forgive me." But you go, but you constantly doing the same thing. That's that. That don't mean nothing. You asking didn't mean a doggone thing because here's really what you have to do. Now, in, in, in what we call the Judaic teaching, it's called we, – we have this Hebrew word. It's called – what y'all might call um, repentance. It's called teshuva, teshuva in Hebrew. And it means actually – some say repentance, but it actually means to return, to return. And if you do not, like say, repent or turn away from your ways that you used to do – all the things that you've done, all that time out, forgive me, Lord, Jesus died. Listen here, but you still doing the same old thing that you've been doing. That's not, that's, that's that's nothing, y'all. That's lip service. That's all it was. It was just lip service. But the true repentance and the true thing is coming when you repent. And y'all really don't hear too many the preachers get into it. Enti- and, and people need to understand because they really just thinking, well, all I And, and Christianity teaches this. Now I'm going I'm to get with the brother and I'm going to ask him about this, about how is that you, they have people thinking all you have to do is just believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day. He, he died and shed his blood for your sins and rose on the third day. All you have to do is just believe that as a believer, and you straight. That's a lie. And that's why you got so many people still out here can still act, act the damn fool out here and do what they want to do as far as you know, people who believe in that because they feel that they don't have to change. They still can damn near do what they want to do. No, it's about changing your way, living a certain way, living your life in a certain accordance, a pattern of righteousness. You got people who probably don't – and I'm going to say it. You got people who don't go to church, don't probably believe in God or something else or none of that right there at all. But they live well. We wait. We can even call a righteous life without even dealing with that, because they they, they treat people kind. They're not rude and 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 um, you know keep people oppressed. It's just a way of how they live and carry themselves. That's better than any damn p- p- running anybody who's running around here, running a church, running with a Bible. And anything else, hell, they, they better than – some of them don't even believe in God, treat people better than y'all that who believe in God. They, they And they don't believe in it, but they live a righteous – they live a righteous life. See, that's what you need to understand, what a righteous is. But I'm, I'm going to get off of that right fast. Y'all going to make me preach. I know it's Sunday night, y'all. Y'all going to make me preach up here. There. But I want to play something, Brother Justice, give you a little something, bro. Uh, this is uh, um, Mark Lamont Hill. This is a little clip from his show, Brother. And he was asking TDJ about um, – Somewhat his stance on homosexuality, and people have been bringing this out, and he talked about how he evolved. Something about he evolved, I meaning I guess his stance on how he, uh, I guess, once thought about homosexuality or felt about homosexuality. It's almost like the Barack Obama thing. And, you know he, and When he first came out, he always oh, marriage between a man and a woman, and then we see how he evolved. So, yeah, I'm going to play a little bit of this Jay Lamont Hill. I mean, what's not name? Mark Lamont Hill. I'm sorry. A uh, little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me get this. Hope I get the right spot. Jakes
3: and his position on the black church and sexuality. A few years ago, uh, actually almost 10 years ago, I did an interview with Bishop T.D. Jakes where the question.
1: Yo, can you hear it pretty good, brother? Make sure you hear it. good. Brother.
3: Yeah, I hear it very clearly and very good. Okay. All right. All right of sexuality and the black church came up. And here's what he said.
4: Exactly. I think it's going to be diverse from church to church. Every church has a different opinion on the issue, and every gay person is different. And I think that to to speak the church, the black church or white church or any kind of church you want to call it, are all the same is totally, totally not true. And all gay people are not the same. The, the, the types of relationships that are afforded are based on the types of people in each individual case. Yes. And LGBTs of whites and sorts have to find a household of worship that reflects what your views are and what you believe like anybody else and the church should have the right to have its own convictions and values if you don't like those convictions and values you totally disagree with it don't try to change my house move into your own and and establish that sort of thing and find somebody who gets what you get about faith and uh, trust me I've talked to enough LGBT they are not all the same oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) no no
3: he gave a very Interesting and important answer there, but I felt like that answer wasn't exactly answering the question about the church. It was more focused on American society. So I pushed him a little bit. First of all, has your thinking evolved on this? Evolved and evolving. Hmm. Evolved and evolving.
4: Where where are you and where are you? I think that where I am is to better understand we Hmm. bought, the church bought into the myth that this was a Christian nation. And once you get past that, which a lot of people are going to criticize me because they're still going to think it's Christian nation, which is a whole different show. Mm -hmm. But once you begin to understand that democracy and and that a republic actually is designed to be an overarching system to protect our unique nuances, then we no longer look for public policy to reflect biblical ethics. If we can divide or what you would call separation of church and state, then we can dwell together more effectively because atheists, agnostics, uh, Jews, all types of people, Muslims, pay into the government, the government then cannot reflect one particular view over another just because we are the dominant group of religious people in the country, because those numbers are changing every day. We need a neutralized government that protects our right to disagree with one another and agree with one another. Mm
3: From there, I wanted to go even deeper into the conversation by asking him about his own personal conviction, his own personal stance on this vis-a-vis the church. Right. Inside the church, has your thinking uh, biblically, scripturally, hermeneutically shifted at all? And the reason I ask that is because I talked to a lot of ministers now, and there was that big conference in South Africa in the last couple of weeks where people from all over the world were there, and this is one of the issues that came up, along with race and other things. And, and one of the questions was, is is there a way to approach Christian tradition, Christian scripture, in in in, in light of a new understanding of LGBT? For example, uh, 18th century, there might have been a particular understanding of what slavery meant mm-hmm. in relation to Paul, in relation to the New mm-hmm. Testament, etc.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that has shifted to the point that it is socially accepted that irrespective of what text says literally— we don't support slavery as a body. Mm-hmm. Right. And and even though it varies church church, most churches don't support slavery. Like, <laughs> right, right. Might be a few out there <laughs> We don't get invited to those. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 similarly, is there's room for that same kind of shift.
4: I think that shift has to go on behind the closed doors of the church because I think in the mainstream America anybody who doesn't agree with you we
1: Hold up! too much stuff go behind the uh, doors, T.D. Jakes, behind Mm -hmm. the closed doors. That's why they said you come out the closet, so you want them to stay behind in the closet. But never mind. Let me (laughs) just finish.
4: Have a derogatory name to call you Mm -hmm. and I think it oversimplifies the complexity of texts The fact that you have fidelity to the scriptures as you have been taught does not mean that you're necessarily Homophobic or any other kind of phobia, but yet in mainstream America anybody who doesn't line up with a particular worldview, We give them a name to ostracize them, Mm -hmm. much like we were given names to ostracize
1: (sighs) That's enough of that foolishness. I'm gonna send you this clip though Johnson that's the
2: longest amount of T.D. I've ever gotten.
1: <laughs> I did it? Oh, okay, and hey, that was only four minutes. <laughs> it's it's oh, like Lord ten Lord minutes
2: long.
1: More. It's like ten minutes. I'm going to send it to you so you have it. But they, they for, for me, and I know it, it, it messed Jay Lamont Got Hill. Well, Mark Lamont, I keep saying, calling him Jay Lamont Hill. Mark Lamont Hill. Mm-hmm. I know it was that was unusual uh comment and a respond from someone who claiming to be a pastor um that wouldn't even have been the, if i had asked him that question i wouldn't look for him to to give me none of that answer that he gave i would have been looking for him to come straight forward from the bible what is your stance on the church and homosexuality now if you had asked me that i would have been straight forward with if I was a Christian if I was a Christian pastor. But I can even go to the as me at Tanakh only, I go straight to Leviticus. Um or just just say even a Christian, I can go like without, well, I can only take you a you since you mentioned the church. And I'm just speaking as if I was a Christian pastor. You said, Well, uh how do I feel about being from the church? But my stance on them from the church and homosexuality. I said, Well, my stance is not my stance. Since you said the church, my stance is what the Bible says. And I would take him to portions in the bible what the bible said see all that, all of the other stuff he gave was tap dancing it was he was man he was doing the hollem shuffle he was showing up <laughs> doing the duck he was doing the dougie with that one for real that's not an <laughs> answer that any that you will expect from a a a, a pastor or a so-called a man of the bible to uh talk about but i'm gonna let you go ahead and respond and, and i'm and i'll go to something that he could have went to as a Christian pastor. So I'm going to act as a Christian pastor tonight, y'all. I'm going to do some New Testament stuff. So when we talk about Pastor Titty and all of that, I'm going to act as a Christian. I'm going to put my old Christian uh, clothes back on because I did get a Dane once as a Christian minister. So I'm going to put that robe back on tonight, and I'm going to show how he should have responded. But I'm going to let Justin go ahead and respond first. Okay. What's your thoughts, brother?
2: Well... I'm going to walk it backwards and get to it. Yes, sir. And based on something you were saying, repent. Mm -hmm. And I say repent for real. And so there was this YouTuber on, and he was this dude who Opposes Islam, although he was raised as a Muslim and everything, but he He just he goes against it because he thinks it's all wrong and it's you know Just everything about it is messed up and wrong. So he He has his own YouTube channel and he goes in on On the Prophet Muhammad and everything. So anyway, he's doing a video him and another dude Just the other guys like this Christian dude And so they do videos together on YouTube. And so the dude who gets on, he says, yeah, well, today I'm sick. My nose is running. I'm coughing. I have a fever, a headache. He says, my wife is sick. And our children, everybody in the house is sick. And he's like, we're just sick. We're sick. And so he's saying, That I know all of my haters out there are gonna say that this is my punishment from Allah for being, you know, uh, for whatever I did wrong, you know. So he says I'm going to, uh," you know, he just went on about whatever, but that just made me to think about the same thing: is, is is to repent and to not keep doing something and expecting something different. So you have to change from your wicked ways or change from if you're doing something, you think you're doing something right initially, but then you come to find out, know that this, something just hit you and you got sick. You caught a bad cold or something. So you may, before you, before you caught the bad cold, the creator might have put in your mind that, okay, this particular thing can cause you to get sick if you continue to be around that particular uh, situation. So then you end up sick even though you were pre-warned and then you suffered the consequences because you didn't repent for real. So a repentance works where you you wise up towards something and you recognize it's not right and then you go the opposite way or you go the straight way instead of this way that seems so easy but it's really not good, it's dangerous. So that's just something that, something sort of happened with me in my situation where I knew maybe some kind of person, maybe you had some germs and I just kind of thought, well, nobody can make me sick because I'm so strong or something. And then being around that particular person, I got sick and I had a bad cold. So I got over the cold, and then I was upset with the person as well as myself because I knew that I sensed germs before I even caught the cold. So the whole thing about it is once you learn and repent, then – you can have a better outcome in a much more holier kind of uh, way of being, at, you know, in yourself. You can you can be free of continuing to fall victim of something that you shouldn't be doing or you shouldn't have done or you, sh- you shouldn't got around somebody who you know is probably not as clean, you know, as they could be or should be or something, so... Yeah. It, it just taught me something too in that. Now, to remember that when I listen to Keeping It Real with the Reverend Al Sharpton, in and, and one of his intros, he has a clip that he's playing of P. Diddy speak, speaking. And P. Diddy says that whenever I get in trouble, I called the Reverend Al Sharpton, right, <laughs> which makes me think, well, in the last month, the Reverend Al Sharpton probably got a whole lot of calls from Puff Daddy because <laughs> he's been in a whole lot of trouble the last couple, like a month or two, right? So that made me think of that. <laughs> and then, uh, let me see, oh, here's the other thing. There's this movie that came out called Woman Thou Art Loosed, Mm. and it was starring T.D. Jakes, and I do recall watching the entire movie, but I don't recall in detail everything that it was about, but it gave T.D. Jakes a masculine presentation of who he was as a pastor. So if the movie was to do anything to possibly try to erase from your mind that he may have possibly been a gay man and that the movie could have been something to particularly make him look like an alpha male instead. And that kind of impression I believe I received after viewing the full film, that he wasn't a punk or – that me previously first maybe seeing or listening to him speak, he sounded like he may be sweet. So <laughs> so the movie aspect of it made him seem like he was like a pastor type of a, not pimp maybe, but maybe on the lines of one but about the business of the church and being ahead of it and being in command of it and running it and making sure nobody took advantage of them.
1: But I'm asking you a question, bro. Right, Fan. I'm going to let you go ahead. You do know he produced that movie. That's his production, his movie production.
2: Uh-huh. Well, you know, like I do I think I remember that, but yeah. Okay. So, whatever the case, you know, maybe that was for him to try to make himself look better as a as a yeah. masculine man versus what you may think of him in your subconscious or something, you know.
1: Yeah. But I never seen it for the record, but I but I but I know what you're talking about. But go ahead, bro, my bad.
2: <laughs> so, no. um, like I said, like you said, uh he produced the movie, so for him it would be his chance to give the kind of image that he would want the world to view him as, If even if he was still closeted, he still don't want to present as open, openly gay, because then he knows that it would be too many fights that he couldn't win on his hand at that point right because he's already this guy with the mega church and all the followers and the millions of dollars a year so he don't want to jeopardize that he want to increase on that which he has done and so this scandal right now jeopardizes his continuing to reap all the benefits of the mega church and so that's why he's defending himself and He's not doing a good job of it, but he's saying what he thinks he should say in order to try to straighten out the matter, but it's not helping much because there's too many other people out there who knows Puff Daddy and have had ties to both of them, and they're saying things, and they have evidence to support some of the things they're saying about Puff Daddy and T.D. Jakes. So that's all i'm gonna speak about on that and you know maybe we'll you could say something more on it and we can say something about some other things
1: yes sir yeah i'm I'm gonna read one uh thing here from the book of romans right fast like i said i gotta put my christian pastor clothes on at night go back to my old christian days at night on this one then like i said then we could jump to something else uh but but here's something from that clip i would have if that was me in an interview I would have went with when Mark Lamont Hill asked me that question, but about the church and um, uh, homosexuality, I would have went this way. Like I said, they would, like I would, if asked me my response, it's a pastor. I went here. I would have took him to the Book of Romans because they, they always quoting Paul. <laughs> they always quoting Paul, so I would have took him to a conversation again. When you like I said, you're reading Paul's writings and things. Remember, this is these are letters. Uh, that Paul was writing in conversation pieces that Paul was having. In this particular instance, this was they called the book of Romans. So he was writing to someone in Rome, or as they say, the church in Rome, and talking to them. And as a pastor, this is what he should have went with. Now I'm still again reading from the um, the New Living Translation. So here we go, um, the New Living Translation, Romans chapter one verses 24. Through 27, and, and like I said, the New Living, so I got to make it plain and simple. Here it is. Uh, verse 24 says, and God abandoned them to do whatever shameful thing their heart desires. As a result, they did vain, I mean, excuse me, they did vile and degrading things to each other's body. They traded the truth about God for a lie so they worship and serve the things god created instead of the creator himself who is worthy of eternal praise and amen that's what it ended with but check this one out here we go y'all this is the homosexual thing that is why god abandoned them to their shameful desires Even the woman turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. Let me stop right there for a minute. Now, he's even, Paul is talking about how women, well, we see a lot of this going on today, how the women, now he was talking about in that day and that time, but Paul, this still relates to now, what really was going on. He said how the woman or how the women have they turned away because now listen is what it says this, it, this is cold-blooded it says the natural way the natural way of having sex what is the natural way of having sex y'all meaning he's talking about missionary. How, the natural way what's that bro missionary position well no not that not not position wide but because <laughs> when you read because the, the text what it saying. he's talking about in here the natural the natural way is talking about a woman having sexual intercourse with a man. Because in this instance he talk about homosexuality.
0: <laughs> justice said
1: God dog no, Justice. Okay. We're marked that as number one on the sexual position spot for Justice is number one, y'all. <laughs> no, one hundred no. points. <laughs> so, <yes. laughs> but but yeah, he's talking about that she gave up the natural use or the natural way to have sex. He says, and instead dodge and in sex with each other so we see that happening today and again verse 27 jump back into it verse 27 y'all and he says and the men instead of having a normal sexual relationship with women they burn with lust for each other men did shameful things with each uh, with other men it says as a result of this sin they suffered within themselves the penalty uh, they desired. I'm going to give you a little bit right here, verse 26, and he says that since they thought it foolish foolishness to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things they should never, they should never be done. Now, even to start off, this is what he's saying, because verse 20, 28 goes along with verse 24, line 24, or conversation 24 because it started off saying God abandoned them to do whatever shameful thing their heart desire. And we think about this today and we be like, well, damn, how come God ain't doing this? How come God ain't stepping in and -and so-and-so he ain't, he letting all this homosexual go down because again, what it's saying, you think about this, you know, this is what, and I know it's kind of hard to fathom a little bit, but he's saying this is what they heart desire. It is like, and and even what Paul is saying, since a lot of people even say today, and you mostly hear from the homosexual community or, or gay community or whatever they want to call themselves, it, and, and not just them, but a lot of people like, man, it's foolish. to You're about a damn about a damn such thing as God and all of this. Ain't no God. Ain't no so-and-so, this, that, and other. So even with that, it says since they thought it was foolishness to acknowledge – this is what it's saying. They thought it was foolish to acknowledge God. Okay. He said, okay, I'll tell you what. He says he abandoned them. So their foolish thinking and let them do the things they should that should not have been done so a lot of people like they may know so so okay now you allowed to do since you say ain't no so finger okay take i take it what take it out since you want to do what you want to do go ahead it's like i was the brother who song i can't tell you who it's your thing do what you want to do i can't tell you who to sock to or i'm not going to tell you who to sock to go ahead and do your thing go ahead and do your thing when you get all these damn sexual diseases uh age yeah, uh, uh whatever else and all that go ahead and and there's even some and i hate to say this on you know but but i've heard this sister was talking about this before in some video uh that men have been doing all this anal stuff with the other men uh she i've heard the sister was talk about how they get uh what you call it anal anal cancer and all this other stuff so hey if that's what you desire to do go right on ahead Go right on ahead. But that's the but I would have gave though as a pastor. I would have read Romans. I wouldn't have had to go to the remember because they tell you the old testament is, is done away with. So I would have had to go as a Christian pastor, right? For Christianity, I would have had to go to Paul's Romans chapter one, verse twenty four and twenty seven. That would have been my response. But I know he won't want to do that because why? These people don't want to seem offensive today, especially, brother, just as mentioned about these damn mega churches. They got, the bang, they got to watch out for their moolah. They got to watch out for their damn money. And they can always preach about Jesus sacrificed themselves and gave his damn life. But you now – but he told now – he told him in the Gospels that you will be able to do greater works than he, and you shall be pro- uh, persecuted for his name's sake. But they scared as hell to get persecuted today. Now y'all always claiming Jesus, right? But why you scared to get persecuted? Losing maybe you might lose your little television show, get kicked off the air. You might get kicked this, that. You know, a little bit of this taken from you, a little that, huh? You scared? But that's what that's what your the person who you say you claim say you will be persecuted for my name's sake. But y'all scared as hell today to get persecuted. See, that's why you're waiting on somebody else to do, like like Elijah Muhammad said, you're waiting on somebody else to do something for you instead of getting up doing something for y'all said. Y'all said Jesus died on the cross over 2,000 some damn years ago. Y'all waiting on a dead man to come do for for you, and he told his disciples, and some of y'all claiming to be disciples, apostles, and all of this. Then he tell you that you would be able to do greater works than he. What the hell y'all waiting on? What the hell you waiting on? But anyway. Y'all letting y'all people fall apart, man. That's why we're gonna get deep into this stuff. We're gonna start bringing this out on culture freedom and not necessarily on culture freedom, and on liberation. Time it's time for y'all, man. It is time for, and that's what I've I've even been hearing, and it seemed to be that way. It said 2024 gonna be the year of exposure. A lot of people finna start getting exposed. Not just TDJs, not just R Kelly, but hell, there's a lot of people finna get exposed. It's cleanup time, y'all. It's clean-up time. Yes, it is. It's clean I don't up like time. That. It's I, time. I believe man. that. I believe that. Yes, yes sir. sir. But if we can jump off the TD, we can get into something else. But yeah, man, it's, 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 and I just seen something, man. We talk about the new year right fast. Like I said, it's been one, it's been one heck of a year. It's been one heck of a year. And as I was just, we was just sitting here on the show. There's a lot of children have been shot and killed. In this city alone maybe not all of them did not but just in this city i know it's damn over 200 uh just popped up on my phone not too long ago a child had just been shot um in the city just now this year 2024 i mean damn excuse me 23 y'all y'all know what y- y- y'all do know this is history we just went through right y'all do know that every every day is history is but the book of 2023 have been written and it is about to be sealed in a couple of more hours this has been one hell of a book or one chapter chapter 23 as 2023 chapter is one hell of a chapter y'all i I would never want to live through again and i i hope the hell like heck that 24 do not be like the 23rd chapter so we got a lot of work to do, y'all, and we don't want to relive history. You know, something we can say, we repeat history. As the Ecclesiastes said, there's nothing new under the sun. We don't want to relive chapter 23, do we? We don't want to relive that, Donald. Our history, we want to rewrite. We want the, the next history to be written, which is 2024, of pages 2024, to be better than 2023 pages, or chapter 23, as I'm calling it. There's been one heck of a chapter or one part of history. That's been a hell of a thing. So many brothers and sisters have died this year. Not at the hand of the Klan. And I got to talk about this, y'all. Not at the hand of the goddamn KKK, but at the hands of another black man and woman. And I know I know I can speak for here in this city. Speak for what, what happened in Philadelphia where brothers just as dead. or I can't speak to California. I'm talking about here in this damn city. We always talk about black upliftment, black... Of, Black empowerment, black so and so, black excellent. This hadn't been no black excellent, y'all. If this is what we think is excellent, I don't want no part in it, y'all. I don't want no goddamn part in it. We can't. It, it's pitiful. It's downright ridiculous how I, how what well, we're seeing the hatred the that that we have for each other as a people now. And we talk about a people who were supposed to came from royalty, and look at the things that I and, – in and, and ancient times, you know, you see on certain channels like Sarnetta and places they always talk about history. But goddamn, y'all, what happened to those people? What happened to those great people? Now, we know they had disagreements back then. We do know that, y'all. We we have always had disagreements. But the stuff that we're seeing that's happening to us today, we got young sisters out here. Uh, as we talk about uh, uh or oh, name, such so a color, self sexy red, um, um, Suki, and some other ones out there, uh, talking about their vagina. Somebody don't took them the pound to pound. Oh Lord, have mercy, y'all! Yeah. It is a downright yeah. shame. We have, we're not um, upgrade, y'all. We are, it's, and, it, it, and I gotta say this right, friend. I'm gonna let just go here. It's not all of us. We know that. We know we talk in general conversation. So we you all know, if, like we said, if the shoe don't fit, don't try to put the motherfucker on. So we know we're not talking about everybody. But we know there's a lot, there's, there's so much, as the masses, Elijah Muhammad said, the masses, the 85%. We know what they're doing. When we talk about most of that's what the number is going to be. So it's a lot of them, they're, they're not upgrading. Or as they say, conscious was rising a couple of years ago. It seemed to be that we're on a downgrade, y'all. We're on a down spiral civilization in the human um I don't know evolving supposed to be uh the being the, the creme de la creme. Humans are really on a downgrade. It truly is. It truly is. And, and and AI is gonna be taking over, God damn it, for real. Because this is why the whole thing they don't need and I, I know this is a whole other subject. I'm, I'm gonna let just go, but I'll come back to that. But it's a goddamn shame, y'all. Excuse my language that that we're seeing the stuff that we're seeing with us. And it's sad as hell, number one. All the lives have been taken. Y'all talking about COVID killed people. Shit, we've been killing each other like a mother over stupid shit, over stupid, stu- idiotic stuff. And and, and, and I'm going to tell y'all, the part right now where I'm still looking at, it's like 8.04 my time. I was telling and I was joking with some people at work but and damn near really I'm damn near serious. I said damn man it's just, it's going to be scary to get close to 12 o'clock. I said I need me a damn underground bunker. Be me an underground bunker or maybe I need to go to the goddamn police station and sit there at the 2 o'clock in the morning me and I can probably drive back home. Because all the goddamn shooting and shit that's going to be going on. You don't know all these stray bullets flying everywhere. Not too long ago, but about, just about an hour before this show, man, it sounded like I was in Baghdad. Just, see, they starting already since I said it. But it's going to be scary, brother, because all these bullets flying every damn well, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It, it is flat out crazy. The madness. We got to do better. We have to do better. It's imperative that we do better. But go ahead, my brother.
2: Okay. I will agree with you on a lot. And especially about humans are on a downgrade. Now, that could be all humans. We we particularly talk about our black American fellow people. And so... I kind of could say it, I could leave it with us, but it's really humans are on a downgrade collectively. So, but if we look at the black community, then we can point to where these problems are stemming from. And so, yeah, I was talking to my best friend, he live in Detroit today. And I'm here in Philly and you over there in Tennessee. And we talking about the same thing that's gonna go on tonight at midnight. The same thing. Like how are what what is our plan to be safe? Um how are we gonna make sure our loved ones are safe? at 12 o'clock. And so my best friend said, well, he already took his mother to his sister house out in the way up in the suburbs away from where there's nobody going to be shooting at. And so for him to be in his mid-50s and his mother is like 80 years old, he's making sure his mother is not going to be around when in the city where he lived that his mother going to have a chance to be shot by a stray bullet and so I'm here and this city is very violent we surpassed over 400 murders two and a half weeks ago so I don't know where it is now but we're still similar we're still on a pace similar to the previous two years where we had over 500 people murdered by guns of another black person to another so we may just fall short of 500 this year it looks like but those numbers are up from the previous years when it was an average of three hundred or so, sometimes three hundred and fifty, or it, it, it's usually around three hundred and something. But it's been way up—we five hundred and twenty-five or five hundred and sixty or some crazy numbers we had the last couple of years. So this is a very violent city as well, and the night people are going to be busting off all of their guns, illegal guns and purchase guns. All the guns are going to be bust off for some reason that this seems to be the thing to do at 12 o'clock. And why is that the thing to do at 12 o'clock? Because the whole atmosphere of this country has been a violent one. And it's been one that has Uh, had a lot to do with guns in the first place. So guns is the major power. Guns is the one thing that people say, okay, I want to protect myself. And so they may go get a gun legally. But in today's society where humans are on a downgrade, that the person who has a gun legally now may still have a mental illness problem that has never been spotted out or pointed out or, you know, made known. And in America where a lot of people are on on the edge and they may have a weapon or not, but, People tend to just lose it. It's just like, it just start going off, start cussing, start carrying on, and disrespecting people just right away. And then if two people who have a gun or one person with the gun maybe gets disrespected by a person without a gun, but the person without the gun is going off, and the person who has a gun legally just decides, oh, I'm going to shoot this person because he's pissing me off. And then they get in their car and drive off. I mean, then you got the road rage incidents. People who have guns legally and illegally are driving in the cars. They give some road rage. They start shooting at people next to them and whatnot. Who knows if they bought the gun legally? Who knows if they purchased it in the street? But they still have the same road rage. And so the more you talk to the younger people, you will see that they are very desensitized towards life or people, and they have attitudes towards their own self and that they don't care much about anybody else. So a lot of times the younger people will draw different kinds of conclusions that death might be the only uh The only way that they can know, they know how to to resolve an issue to, to permanently eliminate the problem. And that's how they're seeing things. They want to permanently eliminate the temporary problem. And these things are in the movies where different scenarios take place and someone says something the wrong way and next thing you know, somebody shot somebody. And this movie called Suicide Squad, this was the most stupid, most ridiculous movie that I tried to watch. And people were being killed for almost nothing to nothing for no reason in that movie, Suicide Squad. Just people killing people for nothing at all. And that's how the minds of the humans have been on a downgrade. Through these type of movies that promote your life ain't worth nothing. Like you can be dead in any, any moment. We'll unalive you anytime we feel like it. And this is a desensitizing word to use about killing somebody. They say, "Oh, we'll just get, we'll have you unalived. They talk crazy now about killing or dying. They talk crazy. It, it, it's adversary to being righteous about speech and and talking and, and keeping things on the on the up and up and balanced amongst your fellow mankind and fellow men. It, to be balanced, to not make new words up that mean the same thing, but you've, you 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 taking any type of um taking any type of value out of life by saying unaliving somebody. Like, you're not, you know, like, okay, that's the easy way, that's the nice way to kill me or kill somebody. You say, I'm going to unalive you. Like, what the hell is that, right? But this is how they speak these days. And different other types of ways, these young people are speaking that desensitizes them towards other people's life. And then you got the video games. I mean, a lot of people don't like to put a lot of weight into video games and say that it doesn't have much effect on someone's psyche. But, again, in some of those video games, you know, it, see, when I talk to the young people, they, they challenge me on the stuff that I say. They're like, oh, well, how's the video game affecting me and all this? And I'll say, well, you don't see how it's doing it to you now, but, is the grand theft auto which has been around a real long time now started out moderately just carjacking people to the point where now it's really doing some real crazy stuff in the video altogether even killing people and stuff uh the first parts of it didn't kill people much but at this point where it is it's like i'll say take them out the car and do all this other stuff and kill and just do all this other stuff to rape them and all this other stuff, right? So it's always advancing and, and and taking it to the next extreme. So, yeah, when you were talking about humans and how our people are and how what's going on and the psyche of our people, even if I'm driving down the street and I'm driving – to support actually not breaking the law. So I'm trying to drive the speed limit somewhat. I'm definitely trying to hit all my stop signs. I'm trying to stop at all the lights, even right there to the line where you're supposed to stop at. I'm trying to stop right there to the line, okay? And every time when I'm trying to do everything right, nobody else is trying to do anything right around me It's people doing all kinds of other stuff so i'm trying to do things the right way i personally personally you know i'm driving the speed limit i I'm, i I'm, i i'm making sure i'm not going to run the red light i'm driving i'm looking around i'm trying to show courtesy to other people who may need me to give them a okay to okay if they want to get in my lane or go into another lane or something to switch you know that you know I'm I'm going to be courteous and give you that that leeway or whatever you need to do or if you get to the stop sign first and I get there or I you might say oh you go ahead and I say no you go ahead so we're trying to offer courtesy to each other that's the right thing to do but then when you doing the right thing and then people all around you are just doing all kinds of other stuff you you get up to the light they, here comes somebody pulling up to the right or left of you, and they can't stop where that white line is where you're supposed to stop. They got to go a whole car ahead of that and stop up there, and now they're in the crosswalk where people supposed to walk if the pedestrian want to walk. So now they're in that. Um, um, the light turn yellow and then red. They keep going on through the light. I don't stop. They just keep people running the red lights all the time. You get to a stop sign, I, there's somebody on my bumper and everything. I'm stopping at the stop sign. They're blowing the horn at me because I'm trying to obey the law. <laughs> I'm great. make a left turn with a left lane and there's a right lane. You can only go left or right. Somebody as I'm going to make my left, they make a whole other lane on another left, uh, uh, extra left, which ain't a left. It's the other lane going the other way. But they jumped out there to do the left in the rain while it's raining. And I'm like, what in the heck is going on? Why, Why everybody can't just obey some laws? They can't obey simple, simple little laws. And, and all I'm saying, N-word, N-word, N-word. Uh, this just make you say N-word, because th- that's what's happening to me. All this is N-words doing this. That's how I see it. Like, okay, I don't see myself as that. So I'm trying to be the stand-up black man, obey the law, do the right thing. But no, everybody else is going crazy, you know, some N-word stuff. So it, it, it's just ridiculous. Like, it's so it's like, oh, I'm not even trying to uh, to do anything right or, or obey any laws or anything. Forget the laws. Forget any law. Forget about all of that. I don't know where to go with that. You know, it's crazy out there. You know, like people just doing anything and not caring about nothing but they self and their idiotic ways. And there's a whole bunch of people off into that. And it make the rest of the good people feel messed up about, like, just trying to be good and do right, and everybody else is doing all this crazy stuff around us. So that's all I can say about that right now. But, yeah, humans are on a downgrade, and hopefully in 2024, that whole number two zero two four, like is a switch off from two three, right? So it's gotta be different. Like something can come from this, like in a good way. Instead of all of this ignorant stuff going on, nobody cares. Everybody wanna be a, a law all the time and all this. We you can get back to righteousness where people look out for each other and try to like like have less accidents and stuff. Have less stupid things happen to you because you being a fool and you tearing up your car cuz you too impatient and you don't have no patience. No, you know, everything is just a rush. Rush to rush or you rushing to tear up your vehicle. That's what I see. They all tearing up their vehicle. you look at all these beat up cars out here, these brand new cars, they heading to to the cemetery because people are idiots out here. They can they don't you know, they don't I don't know if The movies are making them feel like the cars are invincible because they watch so many movies. and They see Fast and the Furious. The cars they always be able to scoop past stuff and get through here and all. They got all the same cars too out here. These stupid cars from Fast and the Furious, and they making all the noise and doing the donuts and doing all this crazy stuff with them. So, hopefully. 2024, it'll be something where people will start to get tired of the old thing and do something different and do something right instead of continuing to be an idiot and be doing the wrong thing and always trying to do a shortcut or get over or get by. And next thing you know, you in the ditch. You know what I'm saying?
1: So,
0: yeah. Thanks, <laughs> yes,
1: <Yeah>, brother. <laughs> all right, all right, oh. no thing, brother. Yes, sir. Take your what do you say. What do you say in the church? Take your time. Take your time. Take your time, real. Mm-hmm. Take your time. <laughs> but I got. I, I, since yeah, I said I got a couple of little, we'll throw a little informational clips in here. A little bit um, to kind of give us a little break. and break on science. let talking. But let's let a ins, um inspirational clip. Here's a young brother. We want to go to the, what they say from the mouth of babes a video right here from YouTube. i mean not youtube sorry instagram from the mouth of babes. let's check this out let me see and get the sound right y'all uh oh hello
0: is this kid
1: okay let me try it again oh man don't tell me i deleted it ah yep i'm on bookmark it. Oh there we go there we go there we go Here
0: we go i just is this kid maybe
1: i get it right in a minute y'all i
0: just came in the park is this kid teased me because i had flea on now, mind you, I am not a material person. I just wear feet logs because, you know, I like the color. I think they're cool. They might, not, they might not be what's popular today, but you know, that's what I like. So, you know, I told the kid, it's not about what I have on my feet, it's about what I have inside my head. No matter what I'm wearing, no matter what I have on, it's about my information, the knowledgeable things in life. These sneakers are not even gonna fit you in 20 years from now. So Those about what you have in your mind your wisdom, your knowledge, the power to inspire others. And parents, please don't raise your children like the materialistic type because, you know, once they don't have Jordans on or cool clothes, they're going to feel like they're not important. They're going to feel like they need the golden or the Jordans or the cool stuff, the popular stuff to make them feel important.
1: Wow, I like that video. And this, this the little boy that was on the video, he looked like he may be in about eleven or twelve years old on that video. Mm-hmm. Wow, I like that. And, and I, even with that, man, I like. I'm gonna say this right there. Then I get another video. i Got probably two. I'm gonna throw in here. Um, and that's one thing I thought about, man. I was like, when I when I became of age on as an adult, I thought about like saying my mom when I was growing up. I was like, man, you know, my mom would always say. Um, boy, I can't afford this stuff. You know, like, I'm trying to think of the time. I can't think what was actually out. Con- I didn't even have a pair of Converse. I don't even think I like, ever had a pair of Converse. Um, Boy, I can't afford that. You know, she might take me to Payless and stuff like that, get me those pro wings. Y'all remember them pro wings back in the days, man, and stuff like that? Hey, people, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We call no-name Bobos. I don't know if y'all had those names up north and stuff, but just no-name shoes and stuff like that. And so, but I, I never was able to get, you know, those uh, name brand things and nothing like that. But as I, when I became of age and grown, as we say, I, pre- I appreciate that because you know what? Like the young brother said, I'm not, a, I'm not into all this material stuff. I don't care about name brand this and name brand that. I don't care about none of that stuff, man. I don't. That's why, you know, a lot of that, none of that stuff don't phase me. And I really appreciate. I don't know if she was. She might have been saying that. Maybe because she maybe couldn't afford it, or maybe it was to not get me into the materialistic stuff. I don't know. You know, I had got a Michael Jackson Thriller jacket one time when I was young. I did get it. Was, get a chance to get one of those. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but even now I'm young. I'm older. I don't be. I don't. I tell y'all, man, I got a I got a pair of Shaq tennis shoes in, it, in in my closet. I went to shoe carnival one day. They got all the Nikes and all that bull crap. Man, I saw the Shaq Diesel shoes. They was all, they already cheap as it is. Hell, but they had them on sale twenty dollars. man, that was my shoe. I still got them right now. And I got some <laughs> Nikes and Fila's in the closet. I got a brand new Fila's. I just my wife got me about two weeks ago. Never put them on. I grab them shacks when I get ready to go out twenty dollar <laughs> shacks, shit man, I don't be thinking about <laughs> no damn, <laughs> I'm telling you i don't I don't care nothing about none of this stuff, man, me either, brother, yeah, so yeah, I like the young brother put that out, man, that's good, yeah, and that was wrong fun. to go ahead, brother,
2: no, you go ahead, I said that was decent, mhm,
1: yeah, and that's what's wrong, what's happening today, brother, this is like we talk about a lot of stuff. People trying to go out here. You see, like sisters, all on these video. I gotta have Fendi, Prada, Gucci, all of these other things. That's basically y'all will say owned by white folks, and we killing each other to get this all crazy stuff. It's just ridiculous, man. Come on, like brother said though, and I like what the young brother said. Those shoes that you get won't won't even fit you twenty years from now. But the key, what he was saying, get the knowledge. That knowledge you have will last for ever. It would take you around the world. The information that you get is what's key. It would get you around the world. It would get you those clothes. It would get you everything that you need in life. But them shoes, they're going to get you. They're going to be gone after a while. You people paying, buying Jordans, what, two, $300 Jordans or whatever they get and hell, they don't last worth a damn. They don't last that long at all. And then y'all paying 200 $300 for a pair of shoes, it probably took that they probably um, cost about in manufacturing probably 10, maybe less than 50, maybe maybe $15 to manufacture the shoes, but you paying four and $500 for some damn shoes. Come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Come on. Got to do better, but get the damn knowledge in your head. Here's a video on real interesting. Here's hey, a crazy-ass, satanic Marilyn Manson, as I might say. But Marilyn Manson was saying... Black. Oh, what did you say? Marilyn Manson said black people were gods. Mm. Cause we put the. Could, could we continue to keep saying in the past tense, or can we say in the present tense too? Cause it says were. Let's see what Marilyn Manson said, y'all. Check this out. Oh. Oh damn! My bad. I got the volume down. Come on, Ari. Y'all. get it right. Get it right. You can't get right tonight, brother. you All white
5: people. White people are rotten, and black people are just like them. Because you've made them just exactly like you. They walk like you. They talk like you. Everything they do is like you. They want to be you so much. They love your woman more than you do. They know your mind better than you. They wear your clothes. They didn't even learn to wear your shoes. You take them out of the jungle, and you want to make them into a man. Why couldn't they be left to be God? Why you want to make them into a man? In the jungle, they you got over here, everybody thinks
1: them old black people are just dumb old-colored folks. But they're not dumb old-colored folks. They're very smart. They're very aware. And their capacity for fear is three times what yours is. Could you hear that pretty good? I know it had a lot of uh, noise in there, but could you
2: hear that pretty good, Justin?
1: I heard, yeah, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was that Marilyn
2: Manson speaking?
1: yeah there was a that was a video brother played with Marilyn Manson talking, and he would talk about how white i'm i it again he was i wish i could i should have had a noise cancellation, but it was on uh instagram but he was saying how how white people are so evil and on the part I don't like how he was saying black people was in the jungle you know that's it but that's that's a spec out for a white man anyway but he but but what he was saying why did you he said you try to take them out of the jungle and make the make them a man when they was when they was left alone they were gods let me say it again he said you tried to take them out of." i'm gonna play it again you try to take them out of the you now you you took them out of the jungle to try to make them a man when they were left alone they were gods damn that's what he said but let me play it again but I, I i hate there's a lot of distortion in it but it, he said something key in that. Take, let's go
5: again. all white people, white people are rotten. And black people are just like them. Because you've made them just exactly like you. They walk like you, they talk like you, everything they do is like you. They want to see you so much. They love your woman more than you do. They know your mind better than you. They wear your clothes. they even learn to wear your shoes. You take them out of the jungle. And you want to make them into a man. Why couldn't it be less be God? Be God.
0: We they up. See, they the wear
5: your clothes. They didn't even learn to wear your shoes. You take them out of the jungle and you want to make them into a man. Why couldn't it be less to be God? Why you want to make them into a man? In the jungle, they were God.
1: In the jungle, they were God.
5: Over here, everybody thinks the
1: most black people are just yeah, that's cold. But he said white people are rotten. <laughs> he said white people are rotten, and he said and he said black people are just like you because you made them like you. That's boy, that's Charles Manson right there, man. Got to be more careful. Here's another. <laughs> here's our brother. Here's our brother, brother Nori talking about music, and I'm saying this was for the last because I know brother Joseph probably want to get in on this conversation on this one, because his brother Nori from the Nation of Islam.
6: In the 90s, all the main hip-hop stars were rapping conscious. So there was the Brand Nubians, it was the Poor righteous Teachers, it was Ice Cube, it was Arrested Development, it was X Clan, it, it was Queen Latifah. It, it black black was it, was in. So whenever the enemy seen that wait a minute this is not just some mumbo jumbo over top of some stolen instrumentals from jazz beats this hip hop thing really has sway over people and can shape and mold public opinion they can create a revolution with this rap so they seen that as the dominant artists had an alliance with consciousness and the nation they seen a transformation taking place among black people. Black people wasn't eating no pork. X-caps everywhere. African medallions everywhere. Brother and sister. Everybody was talking about struggle, freedom, independence, doing for self. And they knew that they couldn't allow that to remain in existence. So they hijacked conscious, inserted gangster. Now you got drill and selling dope, womanizing. And and abusing and verbal pornography is the new style of music now. Why? Because they know music is the most effective teacher on the planet. Ain't nothing more effective of teaching than music. The minister said this. He said one good rap song is worth more than a thousand of my speeches.
7: Damn, son, where'd you find this?
1: Yeah. Ooh, say. Yeah, that's fire. Say that was the. I don't know. I can't say the best for that. Damn. Mm. And I think that's oh wait, a minute. oh I gotta say that one for Justice right there. I know that because he on the mu I know justice gonna talk about that music. What do you think about that one, brother? What, I mean not what not what you think, I already know. But what you, what you wanna spit out there? What you want to spit some lyrics on All that right, one right so
0: there?
2: I agree how what brother Nori was speaking and you know, it, it's much even it's even much more deeper than he kinda tried to lay it out because Mm -hmm. the rap music that I was experiencing in the mid to late 80s was all kind of phenomenal music. And it was always, every year, advancing itself, both with the beats and with the lyrics. So every year, it was more... Phenomenal things happening in the music and different elements of it was coming together. And from what I was experiencing and seeing and from all of the positivity from that type of music and that short error made me believe that if it continued at that level that it was on, which was raising the consciousness of our young people at the time about all kinds of things having to do with ourselves and each other and hip hop music that in eight to 10 years, I felt that everyone would be so enlightened and so awake and so much more uh so much more strong in their mindset and uh, our mental abilities to connect with each other and ultimately reach the aspect of peace that we were looking for in the music in the first place because the music was an alternative to fighting each other with knives and guns in the street. So the music was giving us an outlet where we can challenge each other lyrically and expressions of uh, dancing uh, as well, and also DJing and MCing. So if you can challenge each other in a way where you're saying something that is new different and maybe never even heard before. That is something that you got a lot of credit for. And someone else who you may have had maybe uh, a rival with may take something to another next level of saying something that you and no one's ever heard it quite that way before. And the beat, maybe there's a new type of beat. And so the advancement of hip-hop from 85 to 90 was just going out of the world. It was just on a quest in an um, an upward way, like going up or going forward, you know, like up, in a good way, in a positive direction. And so, you know, like I said, with everybody on the same type of hip-hop beat level and, and just the, that that hip-hop beat, that uh, it's a particular beat that it's just a street beat and it's just like, it's just dope, right? And so you can mix anything with that dope beat. You can mix some jazz in there with it and it still sound dope and even sound even better, like even... You can probably throw some blues in there and still get the same thing. So anything you might mix with, the hip-hop beat is going to enhance whatever you had before, whatever came before, and it was just done on a regular beat or not a beat with a lot of bass and and some treble, then that song usually gets enhanced or gets taken to another level and rebirthed again in the hip-hop beat because it may have had its life and then it may have had its death as well. But if hip-hop ever was to interact with that same song, maybe 10, 20 years later, sometimes a little longer than that, in that particular era of creativity in hip-hop, where these particular DJs would go into the crates of their parents and find all kinds of records that had never really been a big record in the day, but it was on, it was a song on a a person's album that may have not been that popular, but that particular DJ can find something about that song or in that song that he can bring over and put it on a hip hop beat. And now that song has gotten rebirthed from now being brought into the hip hop. So that artist that, you know, from 57 who might have been doing the twist and then the twist died down and then somebody in hip hop. Maybe put a beat out with the twist on it, like, and they brought the twist to do the twist with the hip hop over it. So now the twist sound hot again. The twist is like got a hip hop dope beat to it instead of that first beat that the twist had. Like let's twist again, like we did last summer. You know that was real just plain, right? But then you get a hip hop beat and it let's twist again. <laughs> Like, you get that beat with the, let's twist again, like we did last summer off of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you got that, no matter what you put with that hip-hop beat, it's going to sound incredible. So you advance that beat, too. That beat turns into something like an a unorthodox beat, which Big Daddy Kane brought And from him bringing that unorthodox beat into the picture with this song called Raw, that was like something that had gotten rebirthed from back in the day that we had never heard as young people. But, again, that DJ went in the crates and found that thing that made that beat unorthodox but still on the same right beat but it was just like a James Brown beat now in a sense where, okay, it's on some, it's on some, um, on the ones and twos. So it's on the ones and twos instead of the threes and fours. And so now you got that. And so from all of that creativity and nobody outside of the people who was making the music, which was like, let's say, the three uh, people who who was involved, the DJ and the rapper and, the, and his friend, the other rapper. So you had a whole lot of groups that started out like that. The Treacherous Three, uh, Houdini, you know, that's a group right there. Run DMC, that's a group right there, right? So you had EPMD. You have different groups. And, again, if you look at those groups and all of that, there was somebody up there who had this plan. This is when they started making a plan Well, we got to bust up this rap shit. We got to stop this. If they keep going with this positive rap, everybody would be so smart and woke, and then we wouldn't even be able to do nothing to them. So we got to put them to sleep. So let's stop with all these groups. Let's just, let's just, let's, uh, how you divide these groups up and conquer them. Every group got divided and conquered. Everybody was going solo after a while. All these groups, the the, the better rapper of them went solo. And the other one either flopped or he survived. But the better one always went solo. And this is how they broke down, broke up a lot of the R&B groups the same way. The same way, the same kind of method, the same playbook. You break, you, you take away the best one and let them groups go to hell because them groups are saving them people. <laughs> all them groups are keeping them alive. It's, 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 it's all family. It's all love right there. We don't want all that. We want less for that. Okay, Jackson 5, all that. That was the most beautiful family, brothers uh, singing and stuff, the whole group of people, and everybody loved the Jackson 5. What they do? Oh, well this gotta come to an end. They can't just keep doing this like, no, let's just take Michael and that's it. He's gonna go solo. And he's gonna be the biggest thing in the world. And the other brothers they done. Now it's all about him. Now let's whiten his ass up. Let's chop off his nose. Bleach his skin. Whiten up his mind even more. And then his followers gonna be doing some of the same thing he do, cause the whole plan is to drive me crazy, and take away your culture and your roots and your understanding of who you are as just you know as a man, a black man, a woman. It totally messes all up through the music. So uh, you know, there's a whole a whole bunch of aspects of how to tear us up through our music. And in those days where I was saying that, yeah, this is the best days of uh, hip-hop between 85 and 90. And then when 90 came in, they had the plan, okay, let's start to dismantle this thing. Or, you know, let's come up with how we going to introduce other uh, ways of thinking as a young black people to not just always think positively let show them how to kill and, and how to commit crimes or, or at least talk about it. Uh, let them talk about all that kind of stuff and then glorify that kind of stuff and that kind of behavior. And Tupac, he got out there in the forefront after NWA came out and was really just talking about what was real in California, how they was being treated, how they were uh, perceived, and how – uh, they was, uh, they, they had it bad because they was brown. Like, just just telling the truth about the life as a, you know, living in, in the urban community, having to choose a side as a gang, Crips and Bloods, and just the whole understanding of, like, okay, why they do what they do or how they live how they live. That was just something that was just real and true. So it wasn't like, to me, it didn't seem like they were over-glorifying the reality that they were living in, and so I didn't have a problem with that particular uh, flavor of music. But at some point, then it began to, that word you used earlier, it began to downgrade. Uh, when you start talking about uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg introducing their albums, uh, one of them, The Chronic, and then Snoop Dogg had his own album, The Doggy something, whatever it was back then. And these were the ones that were going to lead the way to hip-hop starting to go in a more... um, negative direction yeah that's when that happened when when dr dre and snoop Dogg came out with that chronic 2000 that that's when things really um started to go downhill uh so so the music has been like a weapon towards our people to Take us away from the gods. Like, yeah, Marilyn Manson, if we's left alone in our hip-hop, he can see where we wasn't disrespecting ourselves and each other in the music in that time, in that period of time at all. You had different people who were different groups, like Heavy D and the Boys, salt n Pepper, LL Cool J, Run DMC. You had... Eric B. and Rakim. You had all of these great rappers and how they had their own style. They didn't have an image of killing each other or being gangsters. They were known as being great musicians, great lyricists, great singers or or rappers, just great at what they were doing. Absolutely great. If they was rapping, and you walked up and they said, okay, you rap. You, I ain't rapping after them because they, that's how good they were. Now, these fools, they on the radio. You can walk up after them and they say, okay, you rap. And you probably going to sound way better than them. That's the time we living in now. But back then, these dudes was incredible how they rapped. It was their minds, what, what they was rapping about and the things that they were saying to a beat to make it sound unbelievable and just just take it to the next level type stuff, That that's phenomenal, man. So, yeah, it's unfortunate that, yeah, we weren't left alone, Mr. Manson, because if y'all didn't come in there and take over the music industry and control our black people's development and control – Uh, what we want or how we view ourselves because initially it was for the love of hip-hop. It wasn't for money and wealth and fame and your soul and sell your soul for fame and fortune. not what it was for or about. That's not what we got into this thing for now. But look at what they did. Like Marilyn Manson said, those whites are wicked or evil, and they made the black people the same way. And that's what this yeah. music is representing right now, what he
1: 100.
7: said. They did this to our
1: people. 100. Okay? Yes, sir. Hey, brother, I mean, you I got one thing. We got we got nine about nine and a half minutes. We're going to go into overtime, though. We got nine and a half minutes, brothers and sisters. Y'all want to call in. You want to go into the overtime show with us um, tonight as we get ready to end this new year. Uh, so yeah, we will be going over like nine minutes. Uh, so you can call in at area code 319-527-6068 One more time, that area code is three one nine is five two seven six zero six eight for the overtime nine minutes. You want to come on in here and finish listening to the show, the information that we're presenting as we get ready in 2023 but uh i just want to play i gotta for what we do this before we go in overtime i want to let y'all hear this one here since justin was talking about this music and things let's go back to the x clan right fast y'all take a little musical break uh but we got these nine minutes let's play the let x clan talk about he the word to my brother yes sir
8: it's the messenger group x clan here's the nine the movement black watch. And when we're not outraged about the oppression upon the black existence, we step to you in blackness. By the way, exist in a state of vanglorious as we are protected by the red, the black, and the green. Heed the words of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let us the words, word, the phrase, the paragraph. Heed masters, J begin class. The science of past is now brought to the rhyme sick From the scrolls, state to the person, God to God from God to man. Many kings, many leaders, a fist from a hand. They call me militant. Now what does this mean to I carry a gun to live the army Put the pause never pause as simply is the brother. Raise the flag, wave the colors. Red, black, green with the key. The difference. Words make a way in the world in the industry. Living to die and I die to live again. Comprehend, a man getting stronger till he's man no longer Unearthly state makes the time even shorter Forever
1: radiant awareness, one for the one Open eyes, stroke, gun Practice
0: Priest, stand standing by what I teach Through so your all stand, starving as a star, so Genesis, will exist or Armageddon is a witness, the originals built the earth, what must it be aggression to learn a basic lesson, Quite majestic, stern within reality, a juggernaut when you tamper with mentality, however, crown, extension and dimension
8: of a brain cell, bringing hell into hell, forever the tangled, web we weave, always trying to obtain, no attempt to achieve, descendants of kings and queens act like justice, never potential cornered, the middle jealousy. What are we? Because kidding for their thievery. Alright, cool. But no need to pull the trick, because that's a fool. I get my words like school. To produce the words that they fool about. It's another way of thinking i these pissy. Who may try to extinct my principality? But
0: of course my not madness. From beginning out to end, observe me. Ignorance is not a trend. So as a beckon, for a few seconds, pull the range. Mastering birds on the verse
8: Funk is a 4 size shirt Egyptian, African, now I'm on a black watch Check my sundial system on the clock I can get the shadow as the moon reflects the sun Creators' eyes make a path of other one. So now I walk softly and carry a big stick A bird stick, so you native to the lake Brings the fuck and spreads jam to the wheat bread And the folk of this one is Unearthly resistant, strong with persistence Grand verbal, i Tribal connection Pyramids witness the pump bearer. vibe bearer, not the error. Brother is balanced like the scales of Thor. I need a man, stores and neither my man makes stone too all systems, positive, praise no need. Some call it arc, it's a key. Black is a color while blackness state up a mind state. But how many of you think? Brother Jay can find a better way, so be it. Plan it down and make it say I serve a purpose. Yet I'm not the G.I. Joe, I am the brother. You, I could never swear a person. Areas. I got the science that breaks the clock barrier. Words of old make me more than a beginner. The key opens knowledge and places in a a the a center. i a man, African a brother. Don't forget the land cause the birth is from the mother. A bod is in place. Obtained in the in your audio and he becomes Aristotle, Plato,
6: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Man, <laughs>
1: now that's how you do it. Boy. That's how they, what what is they say, y'all? This is how we do it. Ooh, oh, man, bruh. you
8: just gave bruh. me my soul for
2: the night when I get ready to play some <laughs> brand new is and some uh, X-Plan tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, just looking at that video, bruh. Oh, I'm looking at the video, y'all, because that's what I'm playing on YouTube, and just looking at the videos, I'm playing it. Oh man, it just it just it just bring back memory just watching them and, and just seeing how they was dressed. They you make know, you feel proud, this, somewhat, right, bro? Man, had the crown on, you know, with the unk and how they was dressed in the African garments, and then you see in the yeah. seeing the different um, sceneries. they was playing in the background, showing Sister Harriet Tubman, Grandma Moses, and man, um, Alan Clayton Powell them, and it just oh man, I'm telling you. Titty, See, and uh,
2: that was all done by our people, man, without anybody messing with it. Like nobody yes, coming ma'am. in saying, all right, you got to put up the checkered floor here and you need to put up some bathroom things and put one eye covered mm-hmm. up and all this stuff. This is way before all of that. This is when we controlled our own destiny in our music.
1: Yes, sir. And, and like I said, listen, listen to the, that's why I played it all the way out because you'll listen to the, what they was talking about. It was educational. Like the young brother on the other cliff saying The knowledge it was educational and that music, that's what he was doing. It was educating us. Cause I remember when I started listening to it, man, I got into this music. I remember the daylight La Soul and all of this stuff. I was yeah, like, really? wow, that's what they used to talk about, You know, what they used to mess with me talking about that. I used to listen to eight ball MJG, damn man. No,
0: nah, yeah. hell no. Nah. <laughs> Right, I was, right, I, right. lie.
1: I was up north music, bro. I was I was East Coast music. Damn eight ball MJG, there, man. I went on no damn pimps and players. Uh, I was on. I you was stand on that ten
2: night. toes down on that. You was about some East Coast rap and not that down south stuff.
1: Yes, sir. I was. I'm, I'm Jungle Brothers and stuff like that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. on that. I was on that, bro. I didn't even know who Nation Gods and Earth was, but I I I. I was listening to the music, you know, with the brother. Uh, what was the brother? poor righteous teachers, man? I was on yeah. that type of stuff, man. Yes, sir.
8: Yeah, I met, I met the brother from
2: Trenton. I, I, uh, his, I met his, his younger brother. Yeah, one oh, of them. Um, one of the rappers
1: there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You yeah. know, man. See, that's what I'm talking about. And that right there is what they don't want our people to to have today and listening to. That's It's like Brother Norris said. They have this music. It's crazy. You just even listen to it. The trap music. They got your trap music and then they got drill music. They trapping you, putting you in a trap. And then once they trap you, they drilling this poison into your mind. They said it again, y'all. They putting you in a trap, trapping you but you can't move. You can't go nowhere. And then they drilling that crazy stuff in your head. You know how you, they, they, they've they shown people how they try to, um, try to break them? They'll put them in a room somewhere and put on some damn elevated music, some kind of music, make them go crazy and lose their damn mind. I don't know if Mm y'all ever saw this movie. What was it, 19, what was that movie, 1984? I think that was the name of that movie. Yeah. About Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And that's how they broke that guy. They put him in that room and they kept playing that music over and over and over again until they broke him. Yeah. That's what they're doing with this. They're trapping you with the damn music. Then they drilling this stuff in you. And that's why some of us are saying that people, their mentality, somehow people, their mentality, how they're acting, how they're behaving. People don't ever want to realize it's the music. I, they, people want to argue with you down. But most of the people who argue with you, oh, it ain't the music, bro. It ain't the music. And the reason they argue with you is because they're listening to that type of stuff. That's why. They listen to that very music. They, they want to defend it. There you go. Yeah, that's why they're so offensive because that's the drill
2: music, music is kill music.
1: Oh, yes sir, that, that's the worst of the worst. Man, that's the worst of the worst. I'm telling you, man. Make N.W.A. sound like choir boys. You know, sure, choir boy from Fire Heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> they, they sound like Lee William in the Spiritual QCs. I ain't lying, man. That's the shit. I mean, mm-hmm. excuse me, no. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And, and what's getting me today? Gotta, and I gotta go ahead, brother.
2: I was gonna, I was gonna say we gotta shout out Chief Rabbi David Israel and see if we could get him on one night with me on here with you.
1: Well, I think, well, I had to take it off the air. What's going on with one. But yeah, that's another oh, subject. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's one of them. What you call it? Uh, what's that show used to come on? Uh, behind the scenes? Well, it was some show. I don't know. I forgot, forgot the name of
6: it. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Behind
1: the music. The show. Type. Yeah, but right. you had the show behind the music what happened to all the artists behind. Every y'all don't spill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of them shows. I you know, I tell okay. you. Ain't no, ain't no bad blood, you know, but yeah, shout out to Dave. Uh, shalom to David Israel. Yeah, shalom. Uh, I had to tell you about it. Um, I, I was going to say now, I was going to say it was something about that music. It was something about the music. Something about the music. Ah, shoot, I forgot. But yeah, it, it, like I said, man. And then, like I said, because you were talking about the trap music and stuff like that. Um, oh, this is the what drill say.
2: is the kill.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I'm glad. Like, the, the Israelite music. This is what gets me now with a lot of my brothers um, in the Israelite community. You know, for me, I, I like it. And I have to listen to a lot. Of, I ain't going to lie, bro. I have to listen to a lot of gospel, sometimes gospel music. And in, in y'all know. Y'all heard me say it time and time again that i am uh what y'all call old what, and the people say old testament only right i don't really just i don't subscribe to the jesus thing you believe the messiah and all of that stuff right y'all hear me quote some things from the new Testament. i, I gotta do a class on this too <laughs> how can i be old testament and still quote some out of the new testament yeah i'm a, i gotta do a class on that one
0: <laughs> um
1: yeah I, seriously because somebody tried to ask me that before say something to that about that. Like, and I got to get into that. And it's a deep, it's a deep subject. It ain't deep. It's, it ain't deep. It's simple. But some people with simple mind, they won't understand it. Uh, but anyway, they don't understand this is literature. But that's why I'm going to go into a whole class. But that's another subject. What I'm seeing today is like, it's hard pressed, bro, to find like an Israelite music where they're singing, actually singing, bro everybody in even in the his israelite community they want to rap bro. they want to rap and it's still like the same type of beats and you know instrumental they all want to rap you I it's hard pressed for me to find some chorus somebody singing even in the israelite community it is so i'm like damn i'm still stuck with this rap I, I, like i said you know right. I, I basically i got to go back and listen to me some uh, like I said, Lee Williams and, and some some singing people on that end because I can't even get it mm-hmm. from the Israelite community. And most of them anyway, they you know, you got some uh, Torah only who um who who sing I mean who not sing, I'm sorry, um who do rap too. But for far as for me getting some singing, I mean some some singing, I had to go to some gospel music. You know, and I listen time sometime to, you know, some of the rap, and and I'm, I'm I'm gonna play one of them. I like this here brothers and sisters. This is this is one of the brothers too from, um, I think he's from the the group uh, Israel United in Christ. I think this brother's from this group here. And I like this song. Now, even though he's again he's a messianic, and there's certain things I have to listen to with him because there's not a lot from um. Uh, Tanakh Only or uh, Old Testament Only Brothers who have, all of them rapping any damn way. <laughs> but I'm saying there's a few mm-hmm. songs that sisters were singing that they did have, one sister that they were singing. But check this out. I do like this one right here. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's four minutes and some, Yeah, four minutes and some. But I like this one. And this is, i take this one personally now. My wife be looking at me sometime. I'll be outside. i be playing this one. I'll be singing. she look out there and see me dancing and singing this song. like <laughs> She just laugh. But now, take this out, y'all. Take this out. Let me see if you can pull this one up. I like this one. This is my, this is my favorite song. Hey, yeah, y'all know
3: what I done
6: been through.
3: I done been through a lot. Over the years, blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. But I'm still living. I think the most high. Hey, I will not
7: pray. I
6: done stay long
0: ways. The pain, the the stride.
6: I done came a long way. Through the
8: I, the hate, the fake, the I done it all cause I'm patient.
6: I done came a long way.
8: I used to did have no understanding, now I follow laws, statutes and commandments.
6: I done came a long way. i thank the
8: Lord, daddy, let me see the It's a
1: blessing I can be able to say. I, I done came a long way. way. No, oh, Lord, that so just... <laughs>
8: Yeah, that sounds all right with
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I done came a long way. i came a long way. i into some I a long way. I
8: came
6: a long way from living a life of crime.
8: With all, I think the most high I ain't have to do no time. I could've been dead in jail, but hey, look at me Now to the world till I renew my mind I gotta be strong than the Lord and never let up no matter if I fall sometimes long as I get up no matter how hard it get regardless if I'm fed up no matter the situation I gotta keep my head up is it's a greater reward whenever you're living right the kingdom of God isn't you but is you willing to fight you gotta be willing to come out of darkness and come to the light I went from blind to
6: having sight I done came a long way through the
1: pain and suffer I like that y'all I done
0: came a long
1: way, way. Right. Yeah, just get y'all this sound. But see, that's the type of music when I
0: I I, I ain't gonna lie y'all.
1: When I be at work sometime and I just in the moods and I need a little upliftment, I have that in my ear. I put something like that in my ear, you know. So yeah, so that's what I listen to, you know. Because it, it's still again it's the lyrics. It's what they're what they're saying, the message in it. It's the message. See how the brothers talk about like and and it's for me, I like that song because it's personal too for me because I feel I see how I've came a long way, my own that's life. Right. So that's why I like that song because I know how I have truly came a long way. So that's when I listen to that man, I be at my wife I'd be outside just rocking out on it, jamming, and and, and, it, and it's because
2: a Damn they crip walking on that, John. I know.
1: Man. <laughs> Good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I said it to you. It's on uh that's, that's true. Uh, Soundcloud.
2: Yeah, I, right. I, I like it because he, 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 he talked like you, you know, like with the southern twang and that. And then he just keep keeping it all the way real. And he yeah. tell you what he bought now. And mm-hmm. like he just keeping it all the way 100 as far as I'm concerned, you know, how he talk, you know, that's how he yeah. talked.
1: Yes, sir. And the brother okay. name, the song is called, um, long way by isaiah judah let me get a brother shout out right there on uh soundcloud it might be on youtube i'm not sure but i haven't looked it up but i follow on soundcloud it's called long way by isaiah judah right there on soundcloud oh, wow. anybody else want to get there and check that out um yeah man so you know this we got to have some pause you got to keep some positive and stuff like that all right e- okay we, we could kind of go all the way back to tdj but still again Kind of like what 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 we're seeing is that you, you you can't be in the company or even keep negativity in your earways and think or watching negativity and think it won't affect you. See, so it's just like what we're seeing with Jake's. E- even if he didn't do it right, uh, didn't do anything, he's accused of being uh, of what's ha- I mean, what What he was accused of. It's still the company that you keep. Mama always told us. Y'all know I always got to take it back to mama, right? I got to always take it back to mama. And uh, may the peace and blessing be on my mother's soul as well. But I always got to take it back to the home training. We can say your parents, but you know, I just like to say mama, y'all. Mama is that mama used to tell you too then. Watch the company that you keep. Don't be hanging out with them little badass boys. I don't want you hanging with them that- Mama, they're my friend. Now, boy, I don't, get, I don't care. Them, them little boys, they're some trouble. Them little boys going to get you in some trouble one day. I'm telling you now. I don't want you hanging out. You still going out, hanging out with them. And then one of these days, you might not be with them, but they're going in breaking uh, Uncle Jones' house. You know, the, Mr. Jones stay down the street breaking his house or something steal his change or something, you know. Uh, remember now, y'all, are, y'all are young folk. Y'all are probably about 12, 13 years old. They going out here and breaking his house, stealing stuff. You ain't, you weren't even with them But everybody in the neighborhood know all y'all hang together. So one day you just walking down the street, you know, going about your beating, going to the store, whatever. Um, they come Mister Jones catch you. Take a one of them right there. They a one there. Right the, that's the bad ass right there. And they, you know, probably police same. and they caught you and they grabbed you. Yeah, you. I know y'all broke in my house. No sir, I didn't have. I didn't break in your house. Yes, you do. You be hanging with them little bad ass boys. I know you did it. I know you was with them. And see, you get caught up, gets in the juvenile and all that stuff, and you got to go through the whole the channel of it. No it wasn't you, but see, you got caught up because you've been hanging. That's the kind of crowd you've been around. Everybody know you hang with them type of people. You've been hanging around them. Little same. Everybody know them. Them the badass boys. Everybody know them the boys in the neighborhood. Bad is I don't know what. And so now you don't got your ass caught up. Now you got to go through the process of proving that you weren't the one that was with them when they broke in Mister Jones' house. So it's like with the situation with TD Jakes and all. And now you got to go through the thing of proving that I ain't I would not Hey, I ain't, you know, I ain't down with the sexual bull crap that he with. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. But see, you've been hanging around. The home training goes a long way, even when you're grown, y'all. So quit hanging. As I read reading this, the, the Bible verses earlier, you can't be hanging around with these type of people. Negativity, like I said, just even with the music, we can take it. It's not just hanging with people, but negativity and and all of that stuff. You can't, you cannot, if you want to be a positive person, you cannot do it. You cannot do it. Stay away from it because I'm telling you, you might you might not think things affect you. One of these days, though, it will catch up with you. It will catch up with you. Leave it. Leave. Look, stay away from these people, brothers and sisters. If y'all know these people ain't no damn good, stay away from them. Because we see this a lot of times too, right? And, and this is this is a bad thing. This is a real tragedy that does happen. You might have a little homie that you kick it with again. Now you're grown, maybe now, but you got a homie you kick it with. Everybody know he he's he's a neighborhood robber, carjacker, or whatever. And and maybe he went out one night. Because everybody know y'all kick it, y'all kick it, y'all homies. And, you know, you 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 cool, though. You don't do none of that stuff. But they know that's your homie. And he go out and he rob some some other neighborhood dope boys. Steal their car and everything else. So they, they, they can't find him. They can't find him. So, hey, man, I know where his homies stay. What? You do? Yeah, I know his homies stay down the street. Oh, okay. Let's go get his ass then. They come and take it out on you. Because you affiliated with them. Now, we see that all the time. We, see, we do know that happened, right? Don't y'all know that happened? Mm-hmm. Family members, they do it. So that's why I said, watch the company you keep. Like folks say, you ain't got, like old folks say, sometimes, hey, you ain't got to be the one that go out here and get in trouble. You ain't got to do nothing. Sometimes trouble come to you because of who you hanging with. Death will come to you sometime because of who you affiliating yourself with. I don't care how many y'all grew up together, sometimes you gotta cut people loose. You gotta cut some people loose. Like I said, my two guys I used to hang with, told y'all the to story a thousand times. I, I I I had to stop going around them. I be you know, I, I used to go through the hood, but every time I go through there, my partner named Bay. He he dead now. His actual name was Jonathan. And uh we used to call him Babe. No, man, he was on that dope real bad That Heron, damn On that Heron, bad I used to hate to go through the neighborhood, man Because I see him Man, come take me over here, man Come take me this, then go i like, like, nah, bro, uh-uh. I can't do that, brother <laughs> yeah, Nah, I ain't mm-hmm. gonna get involved So, man And, you know, last time I ever had I seen the brother I was actually in jail for for child support And he was in there for something Assault or something and his his brother had recently had got killed, by maybe two, three months ago before while we was in there. And um, he was like, man, I got to change, man. He killed my brother and this, that, and the other. Like, man, yeah, bro. I say, man, bro, we old enough, bro. We can't, we, you know, we can't be out there like that. You know, I had already, you know, been been away from all that stuff. Um, but I was like, yeah, bro, you know, we got to stop all this stuff, bro. We, we grown, we got children and all this stuff, man. You know, we can't be out here like we used to, yeah, bro. And I, me and him, we'd be there. I used to be talking Bible to him, showing him Bible scriptures. Like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm gonna get straight out here, man. This time when I get out, so I got out, you know. But then, um, he eventually got out. And the next time I heard from one of the guys that uh, knew us from the hood, hey man, you heard uh, you heard, what's up man? You heard back? You get you heard about Bay? I'm like, nah, what's up. Man, shit, somebody killed Bay. I said, what? I so, said, yeah, man, they got back out, man, got out of jail, man, got back on that dope. Man, some other dude ran over and killed him. I'm like, damn, they wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. But, but they told me that. They told me years ago when I had um, converted to Islam. And uh, when I had, you know I went to jail and got out and served some time in the correction center. And I had got out, man, I stopped, you know, practicing Islam. And I used to go through there and, you know, I sometimes used to be going – that was Sony. But I used to go visit the Nation of Islam on Friday nights. I used to go to the mosque. It's, no, Wednesdays. Wednesday nights. So I used to go to the mosque. So sometimes i go stop by their house. I had my briquet. i tell you, I thought I was Malcolm X Jr., y'all. Y'all, y'all would have thought I was Malcolm. <laughs> but I used to have my briefcase <laughs> and all that, my suit, old man, my little bow tie. Even though I wasn't, I wasn't registered as a Nation of Islam, but I, when I go there, I was dressed, you know, just like they in the tire they would dress. I wouldn't go with the jala beer and all that, like the Arab's uh but i was dressed in my suit and tie and stuff But i go out and visit them and um and talk to them and stuff their mom like i'm proud of you i'm really proud of you i wish they would you know you know follow suit and so and so
0: now nah, i ain't gonna never change i ain't
1: never trying to change and they right they didn't and both of them are dead both of them are dead mm-hmm. left plenty of children behind but that's thing. Some people, brothers, like I said, some people we just got to let them go. I don't care how much we love them, how much we care for them. Sometimes you got to let them go or they will take you down with them. Still trying to say, this is your homie, this is your so-and-so. They will take you down with them. So sometimes you got to love them from afar. You love them so much, you got to just let them go. Sometimes it's hard, but shit, if you don't, things might come to you and in a bad way. you know. So as it's, it's it's a lot that we had to deal with, so brothers and sisters. So, but we we got to do. We got to do. We got to learn to do better. We got to learn to do better, and then, especially for our children, it was something else I say. But I will let Justin go ahead. But it was something else I was going to say about the children. And, but I I let Justin come on in. I it it'll come to him in a minute. All
6: right, very well.
2: And you know we're speaking about hip hop tonight, a little something. And- this is the end of the year, and this was the year where we had a 50-year celebration of hip-hop, the existence mm-hmm. of it. And, um, you know, growing up, sometimes there might be a certain song from an artist or off of an artist's album that just might have some influence over you lifelong and so there's this song by ll cool J called the power of god and when mm-hmm. i got that uh what did we get back then tapes yeah the cassette tape and i put it in on my in my car and listened to it It was righteous to me, and the beat was just dope, and the lyrics is perfect, you know, and I was like, wow, I love everything he said right there about the power of God. So I edited this song down to four minutes or just a little less, than. if you allow me to play the lyrics of the song.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: Okay, here we go. Here we go.
8: up a took so a soul back. Decided it get fun. I'm much better. Wait a live. You know the weights Positive. Without all the negative chemicals and drugs. Without all the hanging with the envious stuff. Never before was a man so far behind. They came back to rule for a long time. Positive will explode when you light me. My enemies left and they held the dagger tight. They wanted to taste my blood, but they got scars when they felt the power of God. I'm
0: mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm.
8: He just got crushed when the Lord came down with the king, called he's evil and vain. He doesn't understand the power of a plane. Doesn't realize they're rolling with a team. Avenging angels will come and burn. All those who saw but refuse to learn. He has no killer, no shape, and no form. And like I told you before, I'm just getting warm. Get up, get down, get on it. It ain't that hard. You can feel the power of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Money is small and the soul stands tall All those who don't realize this fall The mind of a joking fool is a useless tool And it's cooler to be a And overcome and overpower but still uplift Your mind is a gift to somebody Whether you know it or not outside the weather is hot people walk around with their minds in a daze never take the time to stop and get free you're lucky to live in this world yeah. even the starving boys and girls his life is a gift in itself and only simple people are blessed with good health i'm uncle l but you can call me tom i can feel the power of god yeah. and she is the seventh letter made yeah she is the seventh letter
0: of mate job
8: the baby. We gotta teach them and hold them, send them to school so we can keep them and mold them, shape them, and make them take form. Cause their mind is like a ball of light when it's wet and warm. harmless and innocent. Until it's taught to be violent, militant. This mentality gotta be erased by faith. This whole power is coming. We're close to the eighth. Get a shotgun, gain some knowledge. If not from the Bible or Koran, get a book to challenge. It's not about being black to white. It's about everybody being the right. I can't
2: my mic and the devil got in hard. Mm-hmm. He felt the power
3: of God. And
1: Jesus is the blood of me. Power of God. How you like that, brother Arian? <laughs> 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 yes, sir. You got to be rocking out today. I, I already looked it up. I already have looked it up. Dang, I ain't never heard of that one, brother. Yes. sir. Yeah,
2: that that uh <laughs> that made me always never forget that song, you know, back then when I first heard it.
1: Man, he got that um, and he had that uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane flow. That's how they kinda, he kind of he kind of flowed like Big Daddy Kane on that one. I was like, wait oh, a minute, hold on, who was that? I know he said LL. I was like, damn, is that that Big Daddy Kane though, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I like that one. Yes, sir. I appreciate God. that.
2: I'm glad you liked it. But uh, certain songs growing up, it just, just like when you brought back that X-Clan tonight, I mean, nice. wow. Just like when you watch the video and it's just, it, it's just, um, it's so much expression in there, right? There's so much mm-hmm. going on and so much to just, you know, just soak up and stuff. So that's where hip-hop, uh was and still is, if you could go back and just take some videos and take a look at some of those things, just like what it did to you, kind of refreshed your cultural roots and your, you know, understanding of how far we've come Mm -hmm. and and to where we are now and that if we go back to our roots, then we can reformulate into – you know, not necessarily forget about different things that made us feel good about ourselves and how we could get back to uh a brotherhood and a sisterhood you know of love for ourselves and each other and so we far we've fallen pretty far from that right now, so uh, to me. It, There's always a way where, like I say, 2024, we can change things up. We don't got to keep going down this demonic path. We need to go back to the righteous path that led us to having love for ourselves and each other and care for ourselves and and, and not to want to hurt or kill or violate or do anything to ourselves or the Or each other, and back to protecting ourselves and protecting each other, and having love for ourselves and love for for each other, and when we see each other, to not see ourselves as our enemies of ourselves anymore. I mean, this has got to stop at some point where Mm -hmm. we keep viewing ourselves as enemies of ourselves. Yes, sir. And we don't acknowledge ourselves as. fellow brother or sister anymore it's like we we're only seeing ourselves as enemies of each other and we refuse to embrace ourselves back how we did before we had this mind funk stopping the whole thing from coming back together Mm. okay it's a mind funk that's got us caught up where we can't get past that idiotic barrier of the funk. It's a barrier. And it's nothing to kick down, but we got to just do it. That ain't nothing. That's weak. I'll force you to love me. Okay? Somehow (laughs) it's going to happen. Okay? This is it. We got to stop all this imaginary hate towards ourselves. Mm -hmm. Man. and and, and, and bring back the love. Just 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 open it back up. That's all you gotta do. It was open when we got here and we closed the door on it. So we gotta open that door back up. This is just as easy. We just gotta just do it. Okay? Just stop all this madness. Stop all this stop speaking to people and stop all this stop looking at your brother and looking at him with hate and stuff. Stop all this. That's your brother. Okay, just stop all that. That's all. I'm, I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna stop all that too, and uh-huh. see how I go for 2024. I'm sick of this 2023. <laughs> it's only a few hours left. That's good. An hour and a half left over here on my end, anyway. Idea, oh,
1: yeah. but okay.
2: yeah, I'm an hour ahead of you. I think it's 10:30 over here almost. So
1: oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah nine nine twenty six over here. Yeah, you're right. Damn, uh-huh. and like you said, you saying some powerful brother, because we like you said now with the young folks say the ops, now he's the ops. You know when, when we used to, put brothers back in the brothers and sisters in the past say, oh that's the brother and sister in the struggle, they part of the struggle. That's my brother in the struggle. Now it's like he he's an op and all this whole stuff. I don't mess with the ops. Opposition. You
2: know. That's my opposition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Like I was <laughs> saying
2: earlier, how these new young people are talking and, and unalive you and all that old mess and, yeah. and this op crap and smoke you, like you, whatever that was, too, it was some kind of thing. It's smoke you in a blunt or some crap. Mm-hmm.
7: And he, smoke and he, my he, op.
2: That's what they say. They roll up my op and smoke them or some crap. I don't yeah. know.
1: It's crazy. And he's just the brothers who's in the struggle it's still like I said, brothers and sisters, in the struggle like you because they still they're they doing the same thing. They're struggling as you might say for um, limited sources and resources and all this stuff. They, they still doing the same thing. They're struggling too, you know. But man, like I said, bro, we have a we still got a long way to go. But like I said, we got to get rid of. We got to tear down all of this this um, this other foolishness that that we're seeing, man. You know. And uh, oh, okay, I got another one for you, Joseph. But yeah, we've seen all this damn craziness, man. We got to kill all of this stuff. But I want to play one for Ice Cube, right? fast. I just seen this one here, talking about the music and all of this. And and this is what yes, a for lot sure. of us. It's, it's,
6: it's New Year's
1: it, Eve. It's music yeah. time for me. Well, this, this, well, this is just a small one. It's just a uh, this is a talking clip right here from Ice Cube, and he dropping. Because uh, kind of going what we've been talking about the music right fast here's something. That's my fast. man. That's my pool. man. I
2: love his album. His first album by itself, That was
1: the best. Yes, sir. But he's letting you know, rap to prison pipeline. Here we go. Same people who own the labels own the
7: prisons.
3: Literally the same people.
7: Literally the same people who own the labels on private prisons. The records that come out are really geared to push people towards that prison industry. But they didn't make you write those lyrics. It's not about making somebody write the lyrics. It's about being there as guardrails to make sure, being there as guardrails to make sure certain songs make it through and certain songs don't. You know, some records are made by committee, meaning record company guys sit around and tell the artists, this is hot, say that. Do this, we're going to have this guy write the lyrics. We're going to have that. You have, you know, the record company pushing the narrative, you know, and somewhat, uh, you know, some social engineering going on here to make sure those prisons stay full.
1: Wow. Y'all heard it right there from Ice Cube, brother Ice Cube, who y'all know, uh, is a music artist himself. Y'all heard it from him. <laughs> yeah. Cold blooded, ain't it? And so this is I mean, is why... it really
6: is. Go <laughs> ahead,
1: bro. Go <laughs> ahead.
0: Damn. Well,
2: all right. So, as I was speaking about N.W.A. and you know how they brought and presented their music, then there's gonna be the people who own the labels, who own the prisons who are going to jam you up to make sure you're headed to that pipe, you're headed to that prison from the rap, from the producers or the the owners of these labels are suggesting to the young rapper to say, and then promising them a financial gain at the end of it. And so you're going to put out some of the most provocative rappers that are going to say things that are very controversial and also cross the line on the tradition of how rap had been going. So now you're going to tend to destroy your own self by portraying yourself in a light that is negative as a gangster rapper or as a pimp, a drug dealer, and this is the type of uh, direction that the people who own the rap labels and then they own parts or they own the prisons, and so in order to, make money from the prisons, then they want to fill them up because they get subsidies from the government that they get a certain amount of money per year per person they keep locked up every year and everything. And then they get free labor on anything the prisoners do once they get incarcerated. Now it's pretty much free labor or they're paying a prisoner 10 cents a day to do some work. Meanwhile the prison is making money on the people they have incarcerated that ultimately led them there was through their favorite rappers at some points that became favorite rappers like Tupac, Lil Wayne, you know, uh, these known to be gangster rapper types that people tended to from poor communities, they tend to trend towards listening to them and Say how they make their moves, or this is what they would do in a situation where if they were selling or doing a trap or whatever how they say, and then you know how they do a trap and then be strapped and then something go down, you know whatever it is, you know how they rap. So <laughs> just saying, it, just to to influence young black men to to rap towards. Um, a more negative way, then it's destroying the progress that we've made up thus far. So it goes tenfold because now you've got people who have got you in a trap for real where you got to come to them to get a record deal. And then once you get the record deal, they're saying don't rap positive no more or don't come in here with a positive rap. Only rap where you calling people names, the B word and the N word, and you talking about guns and shooting and killing and selling drugs, and you call your women a B and a a hoe. If you do all of that, then you can stay here and you'll be the biggest sellers that, you know, we're going to put out. But if you come in here with the positive stuff, then, okay, we doing away with that. And so that's what happened. You don't find any positive hip-hop on the radio, and if you do, you think you do, but it's really a satanic, uh, subliminal thing happening that you don't understand. So prior to it being negative, I'm talking about hip-hop, prior to it being negative, it was mostly a positive thing, a positive way of expressing yourself over a beat and you know, some, you know, just over a nice beat and whatnot. So you perform your music. And then you'd be on the radio, you hear a lot of good songs and stuff. And in their earlier days, they never could or would play rappers who were cussing on the radio. So mm-hmm. like from 81, 82, 83, nobody was trying to, come in the rap game cussing and carrying on because already the older people didn't like rap and they thought it wasn't going to be something that's going to have longevity. And so in order for people to get rap played on the radio, they couldn't use a lot of or any cuss words at all. It was all about respecting the airways at that time. In order to get your record played, and so if you got, if you were cursing or something, that they just couldn't play that on the radio back then anyway. The FCC rules were real strong back then, and nobody was gonna tolerate anything like that. So there was a point where music was being done, and it was a while before anybody even said, "Nigga, please, you work for UPS." because they weren't even saying the N-word. They weren't even saying that until a certain and where it was just said out of a saying in the neighborhood. Like, people say, nigga, please, all the time back then, right? Nigga, please. So this was just something that was dropped in a song from Biz Markie. Okay, so it still was a positive song. So... Then you got a point where you started to hear the negative songs or the more gangster-type songs or songs that were more degrading of ourselves and whatnot or painting a different image of us that we weren't always having, like a gangster or a pimp or a drug dealer or something, you know. Like we we weren't always promoting this type of thing, but it came a point where they started to – um, glorify that kind of lifestyle and behavior and image of a black man to be a gangster or pimp, a, a drug dealer, a killer—all of that stuff. That was that was what they wanted to reduce us to, and this is what happened. So now you start from you stop from hearing positive, positive, positive song on the radio to now you hear three positive songs and then two negative songs or songs that were a negative, more negative picture. And then it came a point where it was a balance. You would hear two or three positive-type songs, two or three negative songs, so it was a balance. And Then it became imbalanced. You would hear more negative-type songs, and then every now and then you start hearing a positive song. So now the imbalances happen. This is like '93, '94. Now there's the imbalance. Are so you hearing more negative stuff? By the time 2000 comes, you got all the way all, a whole bunch of negative stuff, and then just a few positive type songs that aren't degrading or ripping you down as a people. So it was like a whole thing, and then the whole transformation happened after 2001. When all these skinny jeans and these rappers promoting skinny jeans and tattoos all on the face and all over the body and 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 more negative aspects of degrading ourselves and saying that I'm a I'm a hustler and I'm a pimp and I'm in the trap and I'm I'm trapping and everything was about drugs. All everything you got, you want to make money in rap business. Now everything you say got to be about selling drugs. Meanwhile. The people who follow them people that's talking about rapping and selling drugs, they start uh, selling drugs too. Then they get caught up, go to court, go to jail. Now that rap industry, where Ice Cube was just talking about who owned the record label, got them in the trap of listening to those favorite rappers that they the ones influenced them to say, okay, go ahead and talk negative about yourself. Talk about selling drugs, 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 drugs. <coughs> and then now, they got all of these people filling up those jails for them based on what is in their head and what they've been influenced by on how to be as a person and who they look up to uh, as a role model, which was a negative-ass rapper, telling them about selling drugs and killing your own kind and being and and doing anything and get away with anything and just, you know, live on the edge and uh, even know that you you going to hell. Sometimes they even say that. Yeah, I know I'm going to hell, or uh, you know uh, I sold my soul to the devil. They tell you all that stuff later on. So that's what's happening.
1: Yes, sir. And you know, and as you was speaking, started off speaking earlier, and as you, it made me think about something. Uh, entrapment. Y'all know about entrapment, and, and that's what they're doing um, is entrapment. And what I mean by entrapment is like the police they set up a what they call a sting operation or something where they have fake prostitutes, women, they actually be police set up as prostitutes. And um and when a John, as they say, or somebody or a trick, whatever they call them, comes out there to purchase some, you know, something from the woman, it actually be a police. So it's like you actually uh, you a fake prostitute setting up the, the guy think he gonna actually get some and then y'all arrest him when you out there got the woman parading around like she trying to sell something. That's that's basically entrapment. <laughs> that's basically entrapment. That's all it is. That's that's what they actually do. Faking like you even a damn drug dealer and you know and sometimes they actually sell the dope and they're set up, you know, and had these fake uh trap houses. Oh man, I don't know. That's that's what a lot of this stuff is. This music is entrapment. Like you said, they, 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 the the same, like Ice Cube said, the same ones who basically own these um, record labels to promote this, or these committees to promote this music, hell, invest in private prisons too, because they know some people as, and people will argue you up and down that this music has nothing to do with it, don't influence nobody to do so and so. Okay. Okay. Y'all just keep I don't know where the hell y'all living at. I don't know where y'all living at. But just just keep paying attention. Keep paying attention. Some some of y'all are getting one of these days. Some of y'all are catch on to it one of these days. But but with that one, I want to play another one. I got another one. I got another one, Jess. I got a good one out here. Check this out, y'all. Cause with this stuff that's going on, you can't win. You're not gonna win with this positivity. Um yeah, but it's negativity, excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. I mean with this negativity. You're gonna win with positivity. With this negative stuff, you can't win. So check this out.
0: You got to bread till you get it, elucidate, reiterate, and syncopate. You can't win. You can't make it even, and you can't get out of the game. People keep saying things are gonna change, but they look just like to stay in the same. You get in, we over your head, and you only out the place. you can win time, you can't make even, you can't get out of the game, you can't win. You
1: can win. Shot. All right, y'all. Let's do a double shot. Y'all heard that one, y'all. You can't win, man. You can't win. It's Michael Jackson, y'all, from The Wiz. You can't win. And let's do one more. Let's do one more quick one. We ain't going to play the whole thing, y'all. Just listen to this. I like this song right here, too, because we're going back in time, y'all. Even though we're getting ready to move forward in time, according to the, the calendar. But we're going to go back in time to some positivity, some music. That's what we're doing right now, showing y'all. When the time, when Michael Jackson had the song, um, Remember the Times? Yeah, we remembering the times right here with Brother Justice and Brother Aria Israel tonight. Check this out, y'all. How about this little nickel bag of funk, y'all? Digital planet, diggable planets. Y'all remember that? Come on, let's get this down right right. Get it right here. Nickel bag of funk. I just like this. I like that group, man.
0: The spoon, the the sugar's on your block. The planet's letting flesh in the corners of New York. The ghetto, the meadow, the Mr. Butterfly. The honey bugs dug and licked the honeybee. The sun, the kiss, the funk for a bit. The lips with the soul and some jazz for your hips. The puff, the buzz, the lips be heavy slick. The mecca get a rush when the beast be very thick. The hands, the feet, the brown baby treat. The fems fumble loose and drink the doodle juice. The steps, the flams, the planet got Dance. The people get a grip with the tape from a jam. A nickel bag of funk, a nickel bag of funk.
1: A nickel bag of funk, a nickel bag of funk.
0: A nickel bag of funk, a
1: nickel bag of funk. a nickel bag of funk, a nickel bag of funk. The big, the fat, the cool, cool cat. The psychedelic soul puts the planets on the map. The chic, the
6: love, the far-out name, the lack of the funk's the main. Why we came, the boogie gets done, the colors won't run, the funk hits the square, the kids gotta come. The pizza
5: with the pop, the west fourth stop, the crew after crew that do the grass hop. The true
1: is black, the new school is packed, the beats by the house, the funk by the pack. The groove is the fix, the jitterbug's fix, the hanging off the butts with the fat soul kicks. bag <laughs> of... Yes, sir. I just got to get that a little bit, y'all. Just a little bit. Just, just a little look, nickel bag of fun. Just you got one? You got one? You can throw us out a little bit more, brother. Okay, loud sound. Have it on. Something's wrong with my phone It's something. I hear a bad thing. Oh, I don't know what the hell it was then. Okay. If yeah, you got one you want to give us before we leave out, uh, we still got couple more minutes about 15 minutes but you did got a song a song you want to throw in that brother here you can you can you can you can but yeah i just want to let throw a song you know in there. It,
2: it, i don't know if you hear this noise can you hear some noise sounds like a uh, uh say something. the, the dial tone is stuck do you have that
1: no, i hear it some like kind of when the you Dalton talk
8: tone is stuck.
1: No, I can't hear it. It's kinda of like when you talk I hear some a noise, but I don't But well, not there's something not why here. you're not talking.
6: Okay,
2: I don't know what that is, so maybe it could be something wrong with my phone, but I hear it. It's like it's very annoying. It's like the dial tone is stuck and I'm trying to see if I can unstick it on my end and then I hear that I like I know.
1: Yeah, it sounds like something right. messing up your phone kind of messing. I can hear you clear, but it's like when you talk, it, it's it is right. some kind of distortion noise going on. So I don't know. It might be yeah, they interfering with you, brother, they interfering with it. I tell you what, we go ahead and go on wrap it up so you won't have to keep dealing with that noise there. Um okay. you guys say you wanna end us out with then, brother? Some positive words or something to end us out with then for the year.
2: Well, I just wanna wish everybody a blessed New year, and that we could come together in a way where we could stop all of this madness that we under the control of the adversary of the creator of the universe, and so we can win by simply offering kindness to to each other on a daily basis. Let's try to be more kind towards one another and want for ourselves what we want for our brother and vice versa. And to, you know, just have more love and care and compassion in your heart for your people, your own kind. And hopefully it'll rub off on each other this year coming up because we can't keep doing the same
1: thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I totally agree. I I totally agree. Yeah. Like I said, brothers and sisters, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Um, and like I said, uh, we're gonna bring some things, um, some, some some great positive shows, and some influential shows, and more informational shows for uh, the Most High. wedding. we had to say that too because you know, we make sure <laughs> we can say that. Um, um, so we're gonna try to do that and bring that to you, brothers. Like I said, so um, may the Most High bless every each and every last one of you to y'all hear from us again next show, and uh, y'all try to stay safe out there. And man, just just so like I said, we just got to work on um, bringing that positivity back. That you know, some some positive things and education, and first in the uh, um, and safeguarding our children. That's one. That's the key. That's the key right there. That's what I was going to bring up earlier. But, but we have to really safeguard our children because our children are surely under attack. If nothing else, our children under attacks. All of us are spiritually under attack, but they are truly spiritually, mentally, and everything else being under attack, physically and all of that. So we truly have to try to safeguard our children, especially right now, as we say, physically their physical body, because all this sex trafficking and all of this other stuff, molestation is happening with them. And actually men- mentally, because the stuff they try to feeding in their head through television and and even in some of this stuff in the school curriculums now, trying to do so yeah so we have to truly as like we was listening to brother x clan them earlier um you know talking about heed the word to my brother and my sisters so we have to heed the word uh and try to start back educating our brothers and sisters because you know we not no, we know we're not going to do it through mainstream uh, and things of that nature because that's the enemy's platform and you know damn well we ain't going to do it because he has an agenda. So we have to have our own agenda and let our agenda be bigger than their agenda and that's to get our people back on track, right? Because they, you know, you're looking for a savior to come to the world to save the people, hell, you be the savior. Now I'm going to give y'all something Dr. York said. Dr. <laughs> York said it and I like this one and this is true. We have to do this. He said hey, this, the... the, the the help you looking for is at the end of your arm. Let me say it again: the help that you looking for is at the end of your arm. Nobody. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. For, I'm not trying to be disrespectful for what nobody believed, But I got to say this though: I got to tell the damn truth. While you sitting here, you waiting on somebody to come out of the sky. Whether you're coming from a UFO, I don't know. A damn parachute. You waiting on somebody to come back and save you. Hey, it just ain't going to happen. Many people have died and left this planet waiting on somebody to come and save them when you can come do it. Like I said, Malcolm said, they got you waiting. Y'all remember that? Malcolm said, they got you looking in the sky waiting to you go to heaven Why they got a piece of heaven right here on this damn earth. You want to, you want to be saved? You want to get out of whatever conditions that we're in, in the people? You got to start your damn self. You got to start with it yourself. Don't let them fool you with nothing talking about somebody coming back to save you. You're going to be waiting a lot of long damn time. But, hey, we got to save ourselves. We got to do this, brothers and sisters. And it's imperative that we start to – it's imperative. We can't keep going down this road waiting and waiting on somebody to do it. When we have the ability to do it our damn selves, just point blank, period. Like they say, the Bible's always say, y'all what? The time is at hand, like like when you read it, it was talking about the time was at hand right then and now for those people. So right now, our, in our time, is the time is at hand. The time is ever present, the time is ever is at hand. It truly is, the time is at hand. 2024, can we do it y'all? We don't shed the chapter, of, and we don't, we flipping the page of 2023, uh, uh, three. that page 2024, I mean, 23, we're going to turn the page and start writing a new chapter. We are the uh, uh, we are the authors. We are the writers. We are the producers right now. And we we're getting ready to write a new chapter in this book, chapter 24, called Our Life, Our Time. So what are we going to write? How is it going to be written? How is the script going to be written, y'all? It's up to us. It's up to us. It's up to each and every last one of us. So what are we gonna do? How is it gonna be in 2025 when the history books closed in? What is it gonna say in chapter 24? That's all I'm gonna say. All right, peace, y'all. We gone, brother Justice in the house, brother Ari Israel. Hey, you all We have been y'all gracious hosts right here for the We we pray like I said again. Everybody have a peaceful night and prayers be safe um, out there. So hey, into the next year, New Year's, Hey wish. Yeah, what a couple more hours. <laughs> we holler at y'all later, y'all. Peace. Happy
0: y'all. New freedom. Year.
1: Go <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> Coach of Freedom. Been in the house, y'all. Peace. Peace to you, brother Justice. Peace to you, my peace, brother. Peace.
8: Yes, right, sir. Peace.
1: Great show. All right, you too. Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you for taking your time sharing with your with the family. Yes, sir. All right. God bless, brother. All right. Peace.